you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Honest. Let's be honest, life is busy and everything matters. That's why Honest.com delivers safe, effective products for the family and home at affordable prices right to your door. I've personally used their toothpaste. And let me tell you guys, if you're looking for a safe, reliable, clean toothpaste with honest ingredients, this is definitely the brand for you. I've been grabbing mine at Whole Foods for the past couple years. Really, really trustworthy brand. Go to Honest.com and save an extra 25% off on your order. Just enter offer code HONEST at checkout, and together, we can make it better. Honest. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Bevel. Listen, (laughs) and listen good. Forget every other razor, screw Gillette, let go of those clippers, accept your liners, release all of it, because Bevel is the only shaving system you'll ever need. Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to prevent and reduce razor bumps. And you know you need your razor bumps reduced. Hell, prevent it. You can order your Bevel right now by going to getbevel.com slash friendzone to get the first month of your new Bevel subscription for free. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash friendzone to get the first month of your new Bevel subscription for free. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. This is the friend zone. Shout out to Migos, shout out to Migos, shout out to Migos. This is for the culture. In stores now, culture, go get them. My baby told me I put in that work. God bless me, nigga, long dick plus girth. For what it's worth, birds gon' chirp. Unless you see me hit it, you take my word first. I've been running niggas since they put their shoes on. And just in case you thought you was, bitch, you did wrong. Mama told you a motherfucking lie. All these bitches see you here, close their eyes, and they say, Why? I hope he don't try. They always roll their eyes. Go home and tell their girls, Bitch, it wasn't even no guys. Popeyes off 95. Four piece fries. War loose pants. Big but surprise. Cover your eyes. I'm not that guy. Call me what you want. Long as you say hi. Now, Dustin, 
told mm. me mm. not to fuck mm. with mm. stupid mm. silly mm. pose mm. with mm. bad dick. Mm. Dustin mm. told mm. me mm. not to fuck mm. with mm. stupid mm. silly mm. pose mm. with mm. bad dick. Mm. So we gon' mm. clean it up, cause mm. we in the friend zone. Mm. Don't want mm. a messy mm. brain. Mm. So pick up mm. your phone mm. and refresh mm. the app, cause mm. it's new episode. Mm. We back mm. this mm. week. Mm. Now, friend, pick up the phone. T-shirt, T-shirt, T-shirt. T-shirt, T-shirt, T-shirt. I thought it was her. Tired in a knot. If you are not tired in a knot. If you are not. That's too much. We've gone too far. <laughs> what you gon' say? Okay, I got bars <laughs> for days. Rhyme on the rolls and pay me what you pay. You owe me and don't fake with it. I'm doing falsetto and gon' stay with it. Sound like the dream. Listen, heat in all different flavors, Shout shapes, colors, week. sizes. <laughs> Songs. We just went to pay tribute Planets. to the Migos. Shout out to the Migos. Galaxies. Shout out to the Migos. It's all I about the Migos. The you listen to the album? Culture. You, you, know how Spotify, you know how Spotify kind of blows up your spot? It says... <laughs> what you been New listening to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you go to my thing... If you go to, <laughs> if you go to my thing, it's like Anderson Me. Pack, Xavier Omar, Migos. Migos. <laughs> You were jamming to it, you friend. Uh, get right with you. <laughs> she was bopping around the house, cleaning up and shit. And diffusing your, your oil, jamming I'm to all ass. All ass on it. Uh, sh- I just want to say, before we introduce the show, that my favorite song on the Migos' new album, Culture, <laughs> is All Ass. <laughs> that is my favorite song. And I wish they would have put Cocoon on the album. Why in the hell wasn't Cocoon on the album? You know what, though? I feel like they're going to give us another mixtape after the album. Just well, because. homework, for those that don't know, that have the album but don't know, just look up Cocoon by the Migos. It's one of the greatest songs you've ever heard Shout in your life. Hey, friend. Hi. Hey, on the end. <laughs> This is the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because why, Asante? Why? Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Yeah. Sniff your underarms, I bet you see if it's a you. <laughs> Back to you, friend. today. And then you just throw Listen, it Listen, the world is, it's a lot going on in the world, so right. just got to stay happy to stay sane. I know. How y'all feeling? Upside down and inside out Honestly, since that cold truly. November night. <laughs> do you remember when, like, since that cold November night? Do you remember when there was so much going on in the world and people would make the tribute songs? And do you remember uh, what's going on when they did the remix and it was like everybody and their mom was on it? We need one of those right about now. Like a heal do the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like that. Do Think about we? you know what? Saying that out loud now, you're right because I'm thinking about everybody out right now who. Because before they were putting like Backstreet Boys, Who would be Nelly Potato, like all of them on the track. So now I'm thinking about if they did that and they'll be like Lil Wayne and Selena Gomez and it'd be like, oh. it'd be too much. Like, never mind. I, well, I unless we just that. did like a black ass one where they redid well, Sounds of Blackness Optimistic and we put all the singers on it right now. Let's just okay. say this. There's, before we form the Are line. Are we doing Start singing. Before, <laughs> ice, we break an ice early this week, <laughs> God damn it. Give Come me a on. high foot. Give me a high foot. I'm okay. Mad, so. Not the 
foot. Okay, so y'all they really gave each other <laughs> a high, high foot. foot. Oh my! Which technically is still a high five, right? Unless right, you right. got a secret. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. six toe. That's six toe. Okay. <laughs> Planted in the toe. pavement. Roots. Your favorite. If you got a six toe, your favorite miniseries is Roots. I'm not a six guy. <laughs> Get me out of here. Come anyway, on. if there's a so before we form the line, right? Because that's where we were. We were about to form the line of the singers that's participating in the in the optimistic remake. So before we form the line, I want to say this: this is an equal opportunity line, right? Like we're removing our bias, our previous beefs. We strictly going off oh, of who we want to okay, sing. Okay okay okay, 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 okay. Because this about us. Okay. This is this bigger okay. than that shit. Okay. All right. So okay. Does that mean you're gonna say Kim Burrell? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> we we lining up people, not uh, <laughs> polyps. Okay, now. Right on the board. Yeah. All right. I mean. Right. Well, yeah, you can. Listen, if I'm forming a line, if, if I'm forming a line, y'all can put Kimberell in it if you want to. Please be my Who? guest. Put Kimberell in my mind. Who? Yeah. I'm like an owl. Right. I'm sorry. Asante. Y'all, Asante got this new owl thing he's trying out. From Black Ink Crew. He's From obsessed Black with Ink Sky. I, I love Sky. I want to, I'm going to go to 113 just to meet Sky. We now you're going to have everyone. Oh! 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 I'm like a, I'm like an owl! <laughs> like the fact that she had to say that shit. Because she's saying it's just, just it's go so watch bad. it. Black and Crew is actually not half bad this season. It's always been good low key, on the lowest on of the keys. On the lowest of keys. You're going to have all of us ooing. Very rich storylines and plots. Here you go. Over there on Black It has been. And I'm going to tell it you has. something. It has. I didn't, I didn't watch it when it first aired. I caught up at the gym on the treadmill because New York Sports Club was where I was working out at the time. It's, I work out there still, so whatever. But, like, it's on the treadmill. <laughs> so if you go on the treadmill, you can watch. Black Ink Let's get the no whole, excuse. like, first and second season. And that's how I was like, this shit is good. Yep. These characters are rich in texture. Yep. It's, and, and, and this season, it's, the, it's some stories too. Now you know we got to pray for the young women out there. Shout out to Donna praying. For I you. seen a um, one of the girls. It was an Asian girl, I think. She was pretty, but she was beating ass. Young Bay was turning it up. She she didn't whoop somebody ass already. But, and the and season you know what? just started. And Young Bay had a really interesting story too, because she you know she escaped from. Um, she's like a refugee from somewhere. And she just oh, wow. and was ended talking up about on Black Ink Crew. <laughs> I was kind of like, "What are you doing here, young baby?" We but took her in. We always about... taking her. We always nice to everybody. Ooh. She was talking about how she was crew. bottled up in her feelings, <laughs> and how her dad used to like throw gasoline on her when she was sleeping and stuff. And I was like, oh. This is terrifying, okay. right? I was like, "Black Ink Crew is riveting." Like that shit. And that dumb girl fought her. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? Well, like, actually, she fought that girl. Young Bay had lashed out at that girl. She and she admitted to it and apologized. Well, after, she showed was so, one. Super bigger. She came outside. She saw and it. Young she Bae, saw it through to fruition. Young Bay came outside and looked at that girl, and the girl said, "Bay, are we beefing?" And instead of just saying yes or no, she was like, "Tiffany, listen." And the girl, before the girl could get up, Bay took her out. I mean, took her I out. Mean, I saw that. It was it was on my television, but I felt like I was walking past it on the street right? because of the it way the camera like, angle was. Oh You're God. facing like the steps going down in. Friend, they show amazing. everybody. The they, they show everybody walking by on the sidewalk and just standing there on the sidewalk. And I promise you, if you were walking by, just looking through your phone, you would kind of stop for a second. Oh shit! 
And then you. I literally live near Black Ink Crew. Yeah. Well, the Harlem one. I don't know which city y'all are talking about. Uh, Black Ink Crew is going to win an Emmy, and it's going to be the exact same moment that when Three Six Mafia won the Oscar for um, <laughs> oh, for Whoop That Shirt for whatever the fuck. When remember when you know they won for Hot Out Here for a Pimp? When Black Ink Crew wins that Emmy, mark my words. <laughs> when they win that Emmy, it's going to be the same moment. And Dutch is gonna have on the dress from never mind, because it could be never mind. Well, if they I'll bring Sky there later. If they bring Sky there, I'm interested to see what she would wear and if she'd have a new set of something on the way there. Pasties at the oh Emmy. God. She should them new titties. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> Damn owl! I'm like an owl! <laughs> I hate you so much. Because we're all going to be doing that. Who? Who? <laughs> the next time you even say who lightly, you're going to be who? Damn. The next time you say who knew, you're you going to start doing so that. You so many words for me. I know. Oh, Anytime I say so good, I start cracking up. <laughs> now, that wasn't my fault. See? Hello. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. <laughs> so last week, though. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Right we on time. we right discussed on time. whether right we. On motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing all the good songs on purpose. No, I'm not. Fuck it's, you, because he's week throwing us sick. off on it's purpose. It's a great week in music. Uh, so we discussed whether you would date yourself with your current financial situation, your current living situation, your headspace, your emotional space, just who you are right now. Are you fit to be dated, and would you date you? That's what we discussed last week. As always, you guys had so many interesting things to share. And who stood out to you, Asante? All right, so I have an email here from Christina. Good morning, Queen and Kings. You guys are hilarious. Thank you for tons of laughs this week. Laughs this week. I love you guys honestly. Friend, when you spoke about expectations, you were hitting the nail on the head for me. However, I did just finish reading The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz, mm, and it has changed my perspective book. on love, self-love, and relationships. You I said totally Donnell Rawlings? Don Miguel Ruiz. Oh. He wrote The Four Agreements, too. Mm. I totally recommend it, and also A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson oh, is awesome. another favorite. I am on a love journey, and these books have helped and confirmed what I know, know to be true. We are love and enough. I just want to let you know about those books. I love you guys, and thank you for all you do for us. Thank you, Christina, for the book recommendations. Those I think, are definitely great books. Yeah, especially at the beginning of this year. You know, Black History Month kicking it off. So, you know, let's love ourselves a little bit more, whether that be from our culture or ourselves, you know, the things we got going on in our personnel. I'm just glad <laughs> Christina Milian is listening, really trying to get better and helping oh herself. God. That's Christina great. Christina listening to this? That, ain't that who just sent them recommendations? <laughs> no. But you know what? Never Might mind. be. Didn't you say Christina? No, I was going to say she was on the episode of Yanla just kind of randomly, so maybe she is kind of like trying to... Right, walking up. past Karuchi's house and she didn't made that poor, <laughs> right. poor hair and makeup people go through Went all outside that to grab the newspaper and seconds. they were like, do you want to be on here? And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess I, of course. Right. <laughs> Yanla like a reality show jukebox. <laughs> what about you, friend? What you see? SoundCloud comments. Nubian Nick said, this is the exact problem. Nubian Nick. Mm-hmm. Go on. This is the exact problem I had. I was single for two years, and I kept trying to figure out how much I had grown as a single person versus who I was in a relationship. Mm. The change became apparent when I began to date. My approach was different, my tolerance for bullshit was lower, and my stance as a woman was more apparent. It really became more pronounced in my relationship when those triggering issues surfaced. 
The way I handle it now was more mature, and I also didn't allow myself to be subjected to those harmful situations like lying, cheating, disloyalty. I just left. Yeah. Mm. I mean... <laughs> I mean, that, to me, that's what I was saying on last week's show, and it, and it seemed to resonate with a lot of people when I was talking about the relationship PTSD. Um, I think when we talk about PTSD, people forget a lot of realms of life, like sexual abuse relationships yeah. mm-hmm. even just your childhood and your, and how your parents uh worlds affected yours mm. there's a lot of trauma that comes from all those different layers so it those things affect how you view the world and when i brought up relationship ptsd a lot of people emailed me like girl <laughs> what you doing in my business girl? right <laughs> stop talking about me on the show okay um, and a lot of you could relate. Um, the good thing is, like I've said before, enlightenment is just being aware that that's where you're mm-hmm. at. It doesn't mean that we're supposed to have all the answers or have it figured out, but it means that you know your bullshit. <laughs> you see it, and that's half the battle. And that's why me and Dustin are commitment phobes. <laughs> mm. Mama <laughs> <Yeah>. told you. Because <laughs> I know how deeply I can fall for someone, so you have to drag me off a cliff to commit to you at this point. <laughs> Because I know myself, so I have to to be real. Right. Tread lightly. It. Yes, you got to deserve it for me to give it. Yeah, I tread very lightly now because I'm just like. Mm-mm. Mm. What about you, Dustin? What'd you find on these Twitter streets? On these streets. All right. So that first was a of all, romantic version. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Shady Pines, whose uh, Twitter name is at. Quayla underscore Monique, I think. Yeah, Quayla underscore Monique 82. Who says, Dustin, every time Fran says bergamot, I smell this grease. This is the original (laughs) black girl magic. And it's that blue magic grease that I refer to every time Fran says bergamot. So shout out to her. See, I'm all about the people who pay attention. Like this young lady, Inga, at Sauvignon Yell. It's too many consonants for me to spell. But her tweet said, hell yeah, I know who the hell LJ Reynolds is. Come on, the friend zone. (laughs) Okay? I also want to give a shout out to Mind Your Damn damn Business, at Morris underscore underscore Will. And I see you did two dashes, which always got to be different ass. (laughs) Who said, friends on pod, pod, the man CD case I can always find in the back of my mama and aunt's car. L.J. Reynolds, and <laughs> it's a picture of oh L.J. Reynolds. <laughs> okay, I want to also give a shout-out to Miss Johnson, at my mama got ass too. Oh. That's really her Twitter name, which is so funny because of what her tweet says. Follow me. It says, I got called to the office for LOLing at the first 22 minutes of Friends on Pod. Dustin has me crying. I can't lose this good government job. (laughs) So she works for the government. Her Twitter handle is, well, I don't want to say her name no more. You already said it. (laughs) The the government ain't going to rewind. Right, but fuck, I mean, (laughs) right now, like, whatever. Had this been before January, (laughs) you know, maybe it'd be a little different. Now, who cares? (laughs) Ooh! Ooh! You like an owl! (laughs) Speaking of... I also would like to give a shout out to um, Anita Baker, who retired. Anita Baker's tweets have been so funny since she announced her retirement. She's been doing things like tweeting videos from a sunset and a beach, and the sand on this beach looks like dirty. It's like it's like taupe sand. It's not even like light sand. But anyway, it's also sunset, so I don't know. But it looks 
You know how it's like Hawaii sand <laughs> sometimes be looking like. Anyway, so it's that it's like a sunset on a beach and it says wine o'clock. She's been tweeting shit like that ever since I was retired. Anita Baker been chilling. You hear me? So shout out to Anita Baker. Um, the last tweet that I would <sighs> like to shout out. <laughs> oh yeah, the last tweet that I would like to shout out goes to Bleacher Report, um, who's an account that I follow, and it was an argument on TNT. Um, during a sports commentary show featuring Shaq and Charles Barkley, and they got into an argument. And I just want to give a shout-out to Cha- uh, Shaq for starting this Black History Month celebration a little bit early because this conversation took place in January, not February. But he began his uh, sentence, his rebuttal to, Car- to Charles Barkley by saying, first of all, we can stop right there. The fact that he said, first of all, on national television, shout-out to Shaq for being black on national TV. He followed it up by saying, you don't know nothing about going back-to-back. So it was a good heated insult battle. Look that up, y'all. Charles Barkley versus Shaq on TNT. Watch the sports commentary shows, you guys, because I'm telling you, they get in a feeling sometimes, and you get them good, you know, reality TV-style sound bites. Yeah, it's Hmm. good. Hmm. (laughs) Why do I have this owl shit in my head? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, one more, y'all. I just want to give a shout-out to at Miss Behave, which is at M-S-B-E-Y-H-A-V-E, who said, uh, and I quote, the New York Times, 2003, Beyonce is Noah Shanti. She won't have a long-running career. Beyonce in 2017. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm still <laughs> when them niggas came, yeah, <laughs> when they expanded after formation, that shit took me out. I have watched Man. that every time it has popped up on my timeline. Well, I why had did the you pleasure. Do the choreography? <laughs> why do you know it? I had the pleasure of seeing a live snippet performance. You know? Uh, still here by Tisha Campbell at Zen Lounge in Los Angeles. <laughs> Such a beautiful um, lounge. Oh, wait, isn't is it Zen after her? Uh, mm-hmm, her after first... her oldest son. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's a beautiful <laughs> patio outdoor area, beautiful, like, open fire pit. It's another bar in the back. Zen Lounge is really fun, and they have, like, live entertainment, and you see a lot of, like, acts. In fact, AJ Johnson was in there that night. So mm. I got to see her. I think oh. I talked about this before on the show, mm. but I, I, was, I, was, I saw that live. In person. How was it? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all that I found in these streets. In these streets. In these streets. <laughs> so, let's jump into this week's show now. Damn. I know. Because <laughs> you already know. <sighs> we have to address the ass in the room. Look, mama. <laughs> oh, damn. The minute as I said it. As soon as she starts talking about it and leave it in, don't even edit it mic out. As soon as she brings flew. this up, my mic literally falls. Under, apart. under. Are you going to do something new, huh? We can't avoid it anymore, guys. We have to talk about the ass in the room. Not mine. Talking about the GOP party. Well, GOP. That's two parties. The GOP, guys. The GOP party. I can't even call him president so we'll say trump all of these executive orders all of this um the news updates all day long there's really nothing else that you can think about talk about focus on it's hard to kind of dance around it at this point so we figured we would 
tap into the conversation of what's going on in these current times by focusing on intersectionality, which I think has been popping up a lot. A lot more than usual, I should say, as of late. And for those who don't know what that means, intersectionality is a concept often used in critical theories to describe the ways in which oppressive institutions like racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, xenophobia, classism, etc., are interconnected and cannot be examined separately from one another. That's the definition. So we were seeing a lot of interesting comments Mm. online with people being a little offended by everyone's sudden, um, sudden desire to protest and rise up. And now it's like more people are waking up and feeling really offended. A lot of people are starting to really feel this like fire in their ass all of a sudden finally for everything that's going on and people have been offended like why did it take the muslim ban why did it take the immigration conversations where were you guys during the black lives matter protests you know and Mm. there were a lot of black people that were mad muslims who were black who were mad at black people for even bringing that up at this time and even scientists right now I saw are protesting and I saw one scientist say, there's no time for diversity. We need to focus on science. And it just seems like everyone's kind of squatted up and feeling it when it's their squad that is suddenly under fire. But a lot of us are parts of different squads, if that makes sense. That's right. where the intersectionality comes in. You know, you can be a black Muslim who's also gay, who's uh, in a working lower class who's an immigrant. I mean, you could literally... How do you know Maurice? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you. You can be part of all of these communities that are being oppressed right now. Even being black and gay sometimes, it's like you have to choose. Like, right, which are one are you going to protest for? Are you going to fight for a gay marriage or are you going to go you know, fight for everything going on with the cops? Notice I say everything, not just one or two things because we have all this shit that's always happening. But it's like... At some point, when you choose or you're trying to go through a lot of different things that affect you, people finally start to wake up to the other things. And it's like people don't, I don't want to say people don't care until it really starts to affect them or hit home. But it's like everybody that's just now waking up, it's almost like it was hitting home for a lot of people that actually were in the airport. And it's like people really saw the way people were reacting to the shootings of young black men and thought that that was like, oh, it's just parts of the the nation where stuff like that happens so it's not even really a big thing it's like it's not even a big thing but it's still a thing like this is still something that's happening it took something it's, it always takes something super major for people to kind of start to come together like even the women's march we just had the women's march and it's like it sucks because it almost is like well it almost looks at some people like oh well you were slacking in this one for so long because now here we are and now we all got to mobilize over here and it's it's kind of distracting and it's so hard because you don't want to just choose one over the other, but there's so much shit going on, and you try to spread yourself, it's, it's it just keeps fucking shit up. Because then you're supposed to just feel like this one is the cause until another one pops up. And then instead of trying to make it all inclusive or figure out what the real big conversations are, we all just keep getting lost in the, the sauce. For me, I'm going to tell you something. I worry about myself. 
flat out. Period. So um, I was raised, I'm a, I'm a very black man, and I was raised to be empathetic because black people have gone through struggles from the time that they found out that that's what they was called. And so, like, that's just all I know. And the problem is people feel like they have to pick and choose issues when you really should just be on the side of whatever is right. When you are on the side of things being right or just, that was that's what makes you empathetic to other people's cause, other people's blight, plight, whatever. And so the one thing that you see, is a, that I see, rather, as a commonality, because remember I told you I'm worrying about myself, so I'm only going to speak for myself. The thing that I see as a commonality is black people in all of these struggle, our struggles. Rather, I saw black women at the Women's March. I've seen black people, including myself, protesting this Muslim ban um, out in the open. Um, I've seen black people naturally at Black Lives Matter uh, uh, gatherings. I've seen black people at All Lives Matter um poop gatherings. I've seen black people everywhere. I've even seen black... It was niggas at the um, GOP shit. Look at Omarosa. It's a nigga in the White House. Right. Omarosa. Right. Black people are everywhere and they fight for everybody And they, because in general they fight for what they feel is right. There's another conversation which becomes is what they feel right really right and we obviously know that that is an is a answer that varies but because I see all of this and I don't see other people necessarily going to bat for me, I only worry about myself and I just choose to be on the side of what's right in every area of my life. Also, I don't want anybody doing anything for me that they don't want to do. Just like you don't beg people for shit in real life on a day-to-day -day level, quit begging people to be there for you. I don't, don't ever say things like, oh, well, these people weren't showing up for this or these people weren't showing up for mm -hmm. that. Don't show up for me. Don't show up for me. Don't show up for me at all. Don't don't come around if it's not in your heart to be there on your own merit, not because you feel like you should or you feel obligated. So I never put that on other groups. I never say, well, where were y'all, motherfucker? Even though I could, where were y'all at? You know, when this shit was going on, y'all were silent, but now you're speaking up. Nope, I'm just glad you're speaking up for something. And I just continue moving forward. So that's just what works for me. Hmm. See, <laughs> The Women's March, I didn't really post much about it. Um, I didn't attend. Not because I didn't believe in it. I actually think women are powerful. I think if anyone's going to save the world, it would be us. Because um, we just have... Yeah, I saw the turnout. Right. We <laughs> just have that, that nurturing, empathic nature that fixes shit. We're healers by nature. We created the world. <laughs> so... I obviously feel a deep connection with the power that women hold. But my issue with that was I didn't know if I felt comfortable marching side by side with women that I know voted for Trump right. when it came down to race. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm like, you can't pick and choose when you're going to be, when you're going to tap into your moral compass. Yes. That's mm -hmm. the problem I have. Either you're against injustice, period, or you're bullshitting. That's how mm. I see it. So if I'm going to, you know, stand up for people's rights, it's going to be rights that don't even affect me directly. You know what I mean? Like this immigration ban, the Muslim ban, I'm not from any of those seven countries. You know, I'm not from Syria. I'm not from Iran. I'm not from Somalia. I'm not from any of those places. And my family... Um, they have green cards, they're here, they're not traveling. You know, like right now, because Lord only knows what the next band's going to be, but right. for right now, hmm. I'm not directly affected. 
but I still felt compelled to pass on the information about the lawyers and lawyers um, telling people what forms not to sign. You know what I mean? Because mm. apparently mm. they were having people sign forms that would invalidate their citizenship mm-hmm. without warning them that that was happening. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of trickery at the airport. Like, you know, I feel like this is our job to pass on the right information because I am against injustice. Yes, friend. I'm not going to pick and choose when that relates to me when it has something to do with me because then I'm a, I'm a liar. I feel the same way. Right. And so that's why the Women's March, to be honest, I felt kind of sick because I felt like, where were you during the election, though? You know, like, this march is cool, but where were you during the election? Because somebody put him in that house, and we know who it was, and I'm not marching with you right now. That's sort of how I felt. So I, I was conflicted. It was beautiful to see. It was especially for Trump's ego because he seems very childish. It was, it's good for him to see that this many people are unhappy. And most importantly, it's good for the world outside to see that we do not agree with this guy. Very important. That Think to about- me, right, that to me, if anything, is one of the most important parts of it. I need the world to know that we are not siding with this person. Nope. So Not even a little bit. <laughs> right. So if anything, that... <laughs> is what I think is the most effective part of all this protesting. My phone not even signed with his ass. (laughs) But, like, when you think of your personal intersections, Mm -hmm. do you ever feel that you feel any, like, pressure to support one over the other? No, but it's not because there aren't external factors suggesting that I feel that pressure. It's simply my own choice to refuse to feel it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, honestly, I feel like I'm black first. You know what I'm saying? That was going to be my next question. I do. I just feel like I'm black, and that is what people immediately identify me as. Now, you know, the rest you can figure out. But I just feel like, you know, I'm black, flat out. Ain't no coming out the closet being black. Right. You come out the vag being black. (laughs) Right. So, you know, I'm just black. Period. And that I feel that, and it impacts every area of my life, and I've been conditioned to be very aware of it based on the environment and based on other people. And so that's just what I recognize first about myself. There are other issues that I feel fall under the umbrella of me simply being against injustice, just like you just said. Period. So everything, I group under that, but I have a personal um, drive, I should say, to to seek justice for black people in the black experience because I know how unfair people can be based on that. And I think and now that I think about and it, I feel universal. the same way about being gay. Because gay people, there's so many different types of gay, there's so many different ways to be gay and different personalities and, and so many different like nuances. <laughs> and it's really hard when everybody assumes that you're gay and so that means this about you. Mm. It's really hard to then be yourself without shame, without without any uh inhibition or whatever. You know what I mean? So I feel that too on a very um just a very just a very central level i feel that so both are important but it's just i don't know blacks and both groups will discriminate against me for the other group gay people white gay people and other gays of other races will be prejudiced toward me for being black and black people will give me all types of haiti sheol hell for being gay 
True. So you get it from both and sides. And that's the craziest part to me. Like, even, you know, all jokes aside, like the Kim Burrells and just people who have that school of thought. Like, how dare you of all people? Mm-hmm. You're a woman, number one. You're black, number two. You have and you- fallen arches in your feet, number three, <laughs> and four, technically. <laughs> You know Kimberell is flat-footed. Y'all seen her up there. You're a pervert! When she was doing that pointing in them boots. She had on Hunter Rain boots calling somebody a pervert. Well, girl, your feet are sweating. So, with (laughs) with all of that, that is stacked against you, how dare you have the the balls to have any... Stop. (laughs) To have, you know what I mean? Like, I know yes. exactly. How do you, mean. like, how do you, where do you even get in your spirit the ability to put anyone else down when you know how many strikes you have against you just for being born? That's crazy to me. It becomes really frustrating when you think about familial relationships. Even like worse. Parents disowning their children for being gay. It's like, you know damn well the struggles that I have to face in general just walking out the door because you taught them to me. And so for you to then, Add bring this that onto home. the pile. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not even think about the fact that I'm already walking out into the world having to be on the defense. Right. So it's just something else to think about. Listen, I don't want to focus on and harp on all the negative things and what's wrong and so bad and what hurts. What is the takeaway? Like my brother said at my cousin's funeral last weekend, what is the takeaway, you guys? What's the takeaway? The takeaway is treat people differently when you have the opportunity to. When you have the opportunity to show some care and compassion to a person on any level, take advantage of that. Help somebody out when you can because you don't know what they're facing. You don't know what they're facing. You don't know what what they can't help but have to face on a daily basis. And here you come with this bullshit. <laughs> okay? So, like, just be nice. That's all I have to say. And I and I hate... Go ahead. Can I admit <clears throat> something? Yeah. I'm a little bit nicer to darker-skinned people than I am to people of other complexions. Is that... Can I just admit that? You just yeah, did. Yeah, you did. And it's not just... It's not like I'm just like, oh, you light skin. But is it devil. because you feel like because you of my... probably don't experience kindness yeah. often, so I'm going to be that As person a, to Growing up, um, in the South, dealing with colorism and all, all that, you know, being told, oh, you know, the black one can go over there or some shit like like overhearing adults say shit like that and thinking, not processing what that really means, but then looking around and seeing how different everybody is and people like kids, you know, kids are honest as fuck. Being a child, being told to another kid like, oh, the dark people always got to go on the back or sometimes the front because of the flash, like to hear wow. those conversations and then you growing up and there's always people like laughing when somebody super dark walks by or some shit. I always see the dark person. I'm always like, yes, come on for this even dark. I'm like, I'm always rooting for <laughs> people because of some of the stuff that's happened to me. Now, with that said, again, I don't like just be like, oh, you light skinned devil or no shit like that. I do, you know, joke a little bit more with my light skinned friends than I do with my dark skinned friends. But I just feel like um, because of that conditioning and having to deal with that for so long, it was something that I just decided as a person, like as opposed to just me going off on every white person that I see that says something about dark-skinned people or even a light-skinned person that has something ignorant to say about dark-skinned people. I'm just going to treat dark-skinned people the way that they should be treated and go a little above and beyond extra to know that you matter just as much as the next person. But it's part of your experience because I'm the same way with immigrants. Like when I stay at a hotel, the women who are cleaning and and working there, Mm. I'm always like so sweet to them. I make sure to leave money and tip them, which most people forget to do when they're staying in hotels. 
Um, I'm even mindful, which is going to sound crazy, but I'm mindful of, like, how messy I make the room. I am too, friend. Right? Because I think of, like, this lady's going to have to come in and I'm one room out of this entire hallway, probably, that she has to do today. Because my mom, when she first came to the States at the age of 17, what was she doing? Cleaning offices, cleaning hotels. So I know that that lady could very well have been my mom. And I know the sexual abuse my mom dealt with, the disrespect, people making fun of her, spitting on her, like, you know, treating her like dirt because she was the cleaning lady. So Mm. I'm very sensitive to that. And even waitresses and anyone in service, anyone that has a language barrier, immigrants, period. I know the struggle. I saw it firsthand, you know, coming to a country. I always make fun of the story. But like, I had $5. <laughs> right. And <laughs> that's know? why I'm not even hard on tourists, too. Like, as annoying as that can be in New York, like, it's sometimes people just need a little help. And I know yeah. I, I love to travel. So it would be some shit if I'm stuck in the middle, you know, broke down palace. I hate to go back there <laughs> and ask for some directions. And they're like, oh, we about to kill this nigga. So, like, whenever people ask me for directions, I'm like, you know what? Karma's going to come back yeah, tenfold Yeah, and you got to imagine if it were you. I gave somebody directions today because I remember, you know, coming to New York City and not knowing where the hell I was going and needing help and needing to ask for directions but being too prideful to ask to and struggling to figure shit out. Now, I figured it out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I wish I could have asked. And so today, I gave somebody directions. They wanted to know how to get to Varick Street. I was on hard, 7th <laughs> Avenue. Okay, I was God, on 7th yeah. Avenue right by um, Christopher Street. Right there, oh, I thought you was about to say and I had to give brunch. them no, right there, right by oh. yeah. <laughs> but um, but I wasn't coming from there, so but I had to give somebody directions on how to get there, and I felt so good giving them, and I gave them for that reason. Also, dialing back to what you were saying, friend, that was something that was very important in our household. Like when we were growing up, my father and my mother told us to always recognize the people that were giving offering some sort of service yes, to you always. or whatever always treat them with dignity yes always that was something that was instilled and ingrained in us and to this day sometimes i try to check myself because i don't want to come off as condescending that's you know what i mean patronizing so, yeah. or patronizing mm-hmm. so i but you i know we I, don't stand for that shit yeah but i like <laughs> for real I don't, i'm very mindful of that too i don't believe in like treating people badly that Water. are offering services sorry i just got you got triggered. i thought about mm-hmm. that shout out to jay if you listen, Jay, you know what time it is. <laughs> oh, girl. Water. When that lady was, we were out to eat, and this lady, uh, this girl that was kind of with us, was clapping and talking really hard to the, the server because we were at an Asian restaurant, so oh. there was a little bit of a language barrier. But nobody can hear you when you're clapping at the same time you're talking. No, no, So don't no. clap at nobody. And then I'm, like, laughing at the girl. And she's like, oh, I, it's something funny. I'm not temperamental, then, but that would have oh, set me off. Friend. Oh, well, guess when who it, it comes... did set off? <laughs> Let me Tell guess. the rest of the story, <laughs> <laughs> Let me Look, guess. Look, on a petty note, <laughs> when I because I, I I chuckled, I felt like I had just came from work, my damn self, and somebody had clapped at me, so I'm like laughing, like this girl is crazy. Oh, don't and do so that. she's like, "Oh, what's so funny?" And okay, first could, first of all, okay. here's the thing. <laughs> Prior to that, this girl had already been like so miserable the entire yes. time we were sitting at this table, and from the moment that she sat down, she had been problematic in conversation with all of us. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was going through a breakup with her boyfriend but we saw why because if that's how she had been acting <laughs> around the house then no wonder he had went on down the street but that wasn't our fault and then when she started being rude to the waiter to the waitresses in this restaurant that was already extremely busy and like asante said there was a language barrier that was strike two then 
Asante was has a nervous laugh, and plus we were literally laughing at her because she was so were. ridiculous. And once she decided <laughs> to get smart and try to check Asante for laughing, that was oh. strike three. And, before, and I couldn't even I couldn't she even get off wrong. my laugh. And Jade was there. She picked the and wrong another three. One of our friends, <laughs> there. And another <laughs> one of our friends was there, and they were intoxicated, and they had quietly gone to sleep. Nobody even quietly would have known that they were asleep. Sleep. Like what? They did everything in their power to be low-key. And she made some comments about that person, and they were, they were there. This friend would have absolutely defended themselves. Yes. And the fact that they were asleep... <laughs> And she did that. That friend, you know me quite well, and you know that that set me off, like off. And then the person woke up in the middle of me defending them, and it was me and them. It was gone. It was so funny. It was. Did she leave? <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't wake up. It was the other one that woke no, the up. The other one and, woke up, right? and, and, then, he, and he just tagged yes. right in. That's she it, was how y'all tagged him? Yo, he, I, he literally lifted his head and started going, "Girl," and going in. <laughs> the fact that I already know Listen, it is. It's Ooh. New York City, so you already know I it's crazy. I'm telling you, upsetting. No, but and it really like goes that, back to just treating people. Listen, things like that. Ooh, and that's why I'm saying you. Like I understand, we all have our different lives, our own realities, our different experiences that we will relate to. There are things that will trigger you. Right. Like, things like that might not trigger some people. Some people might find it funny. Some people might join in. For us, it's a wound. Cock Don't do gun. that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, it's not going to work with me. But I think, you know, the problem is that people are picking and choosing what they're sensitive to and deciding, you know, which mm. ones they're going to defend. And that's the part that throws me off. Like, I actually... Oh, he just said pussy. Like, I've been... I call my cat <laughs> pussy cat. Or this right here. Well, you... But no, but that's not even what y'all should be mad the most about. You need oh to be God. mad about this. Right. That's the shit right. we're talking about. Like, And I don't like to compare struggles because mm. that's another thing too that I feel I have to catch myself sometimes like mm. I was telling Asante yesterday I was at the nail spot and there was two older Jewish ladies sitting next to me discussing Trump's executive orders and they were saying how angry they are you know and and because he didn't mention the holocaust and, and the white house didn't I guess like for the first time I don't know if ever or in a long time they didn't have anything about the holocaust nothing because they were trying to make it all inclusive or something. I don't know what the reasoning was, but usually they mentioned something about it in yeah. honor of it. They don't the give site. a fuck. Yeah, That's what they, the reason well, was. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> period, as Spicer <laughs> would say, period. Right. So, <laughs> so um, they were like so yeah. mad, you this know, and it, and in my mind, I was like, I had to catch myself because I was like, now you're mad. Like now you're mad. Today you're mad. This week you're mad. Like. What about the people that have been getting shot? What about um, mm. Middle Eastern people um, who have been targeted and Muslims who have been targeted for absolutely no reason? You know, like there's so many things that have that should have gotten you mad. And it kind of I was like grinding my teeth <laughs> listening to them speak. And I had to be like, friend, mind your business. And even Malcolm Gladwell, who I love, he's one of my favorite authors ever. I've mentioned him a million times on this show. He's absolutely brilliant. He tweeted how I think he's been, he said in his 32 years as an American, like this was the first week that he's embarrassed to be American. And in my mind, the first thing that came to my mind was this week embarrassed you? <laughs> like just, just this week? Like what? 
And I understand people connect to the pain that they connect to, but damn, there's some shit that I just don't get. So so while we're here and talking about what people done done and said, can we go there? Yeah. Do okay. It. Do it. <laughs> go there. Going there with Dustin Ross. <laughs> Thank you, Asante. New segment. <laughs> New segment. Going there with Dustin Ross. Chrisette motherfucking oh, Michelle. Okay. My God. So just really quick because this this did you watch that? This, bull? I'm sorry. This oh. this right here is going to be very quick. It's not even gonna take me a long time. I just want you to know, Chrisette, that the reason that everybody is mad at you is because you are stupid and you are selfish <laughs> and you make yes. poor decisions and you make then you try to get away with telling blatant lies and shrouding them in this uh this lie that you're trying to help blacks and connect and be the bridge be, and you're going to go a see conversation. when some, you just had to pay your bills when you just wanted a fucking That's check it. and not only did you want a check you wanted your name in the headlines because you immediately went on a press tour that was obviously strategic you had this completely prepared uh, spoken Poem. word song and now it's an album and you're also creating this television show People are paying attention and they know that all of this is rooted in greed and you are being completely insulting to those of us that are paying attention. How dare you think that I even need you to speak for me for a goddamn thing. I don't want you to speak for nothing to me. I don't want to look like you. I don't want to enjoy the things that you enjoy. You and your manager sued each other and then you got engaged and you fired your mama once you got back with that nigga that you went to college with because you were lonely and your career was not going too well. OK, let's be clear. And furthermore, you Crystal. just wanted to go to the White House. And then you, you're just so there. I guess what's so insulting for me is this overall spirit of haughtiness. Yes. In everything that she does yes. and says everything. Her whole messaging was, well, did you. But I went. But did you see? Did you pay attention did you to what watch? I had did on? Did you listen? Did you oh, listen to what I was saying? Did you see what I was doing? Because I went here. But did you see I had this? And see, and see, and my parents just moved into a new home. Oh, yeah. And I pay their mortgage. But, you know, we're eating. We're booked. Everything was so haughty up. and arrogant. And this bitch actually thinks that we're... And then she then she also alluded to the fact that she may start uh, being a politician at some point. I can make... I, because Did she really? Mm-hmm. She friend, said, well, I'm, not a, I'm because, not a politician. Well, not because yet. I, because I showed up, because I was there at the inauguration, I'm, I'm connected. That did absolutely they, nothing. Then people now. don't even know who they, the fuck she is. Can, they don't know who she is. She was in articles that Trump to, didn't even friend, shake I can talk to senators. I can co- get congressmen on the phone because they saw they saw that I had on my Basquiat skirt designed by a white woman. It was collaboration. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't see what I was talking about, did you? You didn't watch that part. No, we didn't watch that bitch. And now you're doing an interview to talk to us about what you did and why you did it. And instead of telling us what you did and why you did it, because you should be sorry for it. You're not sorry for it. And you're trying to get us to watch the shit. No one's going to support you. I, I really, also I want, found that embarrassing. Super embarrassing. I wish she would have just said, said I needed the money, guys. She, I also oh, want to say friend. that it's funny to me that she forgets that she's the entertainment. She didn't what makes you think that people are paying to, that much attention to you, to the words of your song at the inaugural function, whatever it was, for Donald Trump, such a controversial political figure. There's so many other things to pay attention to you than you. Michelle, you. Nobody was thinking a- about you. Nobody black needed you to speak for Nobody. them. You are not what we have to say. You're not who we are. We don't want to have anything to do with that. When you have people who have who are risking their professional reputations and willing to send tweets saying, bitch, I'll pay you not to do it. 
Reds when you have Questlove. people do going that far and you still don't Hold get on. it, and but then you have Steve the audacity Harvey. to come back Look, and say, Chris "Oh, I said, did it," and y'all are wrong for not understanding Chris why. Said, when they said, "Didn't Questlove Questlove offered to pay you not to perform?" She said, "I would have offered to pay him to perform." Like what? she was really trying to stand up and what she did, and instead of trying to, instead of she could have just said, "I'm sorry," like it would have been some bullshit. But let's be clear, like you wouldn't even be on Celebrity Apprentice if Trump was still running that. So he's not going to talk to you after you just got finished doing two seconds at his inauguration. Like he's not even going to look your way. Else's song. But that's the hard part. How do we deal with people who decide to be the voices of the community, like Steve Harvey and Kanye West, going to the Trump Towers? Now let me say this, and everybody's probably going to railroad me, railroad me, or whatever. But I haven't completely written Steve Harvey off. Why? And the reason I have not is because he looked very uncomfortable in the videos when he was standing next to um, to the Donald Trump. So why do so it? So it made me, I agree, but it made me actually watch to see because I had written him off. But when I saw his posture and shit, I was like, let me just watch what the fuck he's saying. And in the clip that I saw, he was saying how the only reason he went was because Barack Obama, someone from Barack Obama's administration had asked him to appear. And when he said that, he, his message was just different than Kanye West. It was different than all the other people who I felt were trying to persuade me to, quote unquote, give Donald Trump a chance. I didn't get that from what Steve Harvey said. Do I, do, am, I, am I happy about the fact that his black ass went up in there in the first place? Absolutely not. But have I written him off as somebody who went up in there to coon and shuck and jive and shit? No, I haven't. I believe that he did talk to him about whatever he said he talked about, and I just don't feel like he went for the same reasons that Kanye West and them went or whatever. I don't care why he went, but what I'm saying is I just don't feel the same way about him as I do like people like Chrisette Michelle she or people sat up like and Kanye pretended. West. Those people. She Steve Harvey, that we made I feel her. like he went because he really was prodded for whatever reasons. And that was that. I don't agree I with mean, him I going, know, but... I know that Steve Harvey, doesn't he have like a school where he it's like an etiquette school for young black men where he teaches them it's out is that, it, when, he, my is that understanding, when Martha was supposed to come and do that? Yeah, them? not Martha. Um, oh, <laughs> how her, are they the, getting the their funding? Because uh-huh. who's going to learn how to be by Steve Harvey? <laughs> and <laughs> he like teaches well, you like, like how to speak properly, pull up your pants. It's a very Bill Cosby school of why thought. Why you tell me that, friend? I know Let's, why you told me that. Okay, I know why you told <laughs> so me that, friend. That's that's why having him represent. Um, us. He don't represent shit <laughs> over here. None of these. None of these niggas of the, represent anything. You know anything. the respectability politics squad of Black America, and you know he has that school that's getting these hood kids and telling them you can't be hood. You know, pick up your pants and speak like a white man if you want to make it in America. And so I have my personal issues it. with Steve Harvey, and I then him meeting school. with Trump, and then. A collaborating. What's the guy that is in charge? The doctor that's in charge of the, of housing. Ben Carson. Ben Carson, Mm-mm. and then none of these people know anything about growing up in housing. Now I'm sensitive to that, <laughs> so that's us seeing them. Ben Carson being in charge of the quote unquote inner city. What the fuck does that even mean anymore? <laughs> we have, I have more white people in my building now. <laughs> it's disgusting because it's so insulting, and that's what the problem is. All of is. it is It's insulting. so ridiculous that Ben Carson, he, he simply, and this is what I mean, that's a true, for real coon. That's what you yeah. call a coon right there. He would do and lick and run up behind anything and anybody just to be a part of, just to be considered good enough by those white people. 
That's literally what he's doing. You, he's a fucking brain surgeon or whatever the fuck he is, and he's running the house, the urban housing, the what? Development. What the fuck? Like, that That doesn't even make sense. He obviously just took it to be included, and he wanted to be recognized. So what do you do if you run into a person like that? Like, how do Go you... Go the other way. <laughs> like what? Is there a way to persuade someone that... Like, let's say we are out in the lobby and somebody comes in and they start talking about how much they love Trump and I, I'm i really trying to pretend to be another person right now. Um, they just love that he stood by, he, he did everything that he said he was going to do since he's been in there. So with intersectionality, with all of us fitting into different sectors of oppression and discrimination, how do you handle being a part of so many different ones? It's like you can't escape it basically and how do you, do you have to pick and choose your battles because also you have to be mindful of your mental health too that's another thing too you know you can't be fighting absolutely everything you're meant to fight so how do you pick and choose do you just give in and fight everything i mean how do y'all do it what's the takeaway what's the advice you have for those within these intersections i pick and choose i've chosen to pick a fight every single time somebody come at me with some bullshit <laughs> about something that i don't want to hear no i'm kidding uh, I, you know what friend literally what does your sweatshirt say ready i'll be sitting on ready <laughs> for real for real so Sante, you're ready to battle everything it all. that comes along you just have to be ready to take it in step by step i could go really deep because i believe that like everything changes i don't believe anything ever remains the same mm. and i feel like i've learned that lesson in the, all the years and you know i'm old all the years that i've been living so i kind of believe in living in the moment because it really doesn't matter but i think that you have to like take things as they come you can't walk around with just an agenda in general you have to literally deal with things as they come otherwise you feel overwhelmed but if you feel like you're doing it circumstance by circumstance, you can make it. What about you, Asante? Mm. Um, I think there's a, a big thing that we kept discussing about respect and, you know, just standing up for what's right. And unfortunately, we're at a time where I don't feel like we are being represented by someone or a lot of different people aren't representing us for things that are right. And um, as I feel like my moral compass just tells me to keep doing what I feel is right and keep fighting for the things that I feel like are right for me. So if it's right for me, then I'm going to fight for it. If it's not right for me, then, you know, I'm still going to try to do my best to educate myself on as much as possible so I can be aware. But um, And I feel like being aware sometimes can be enough. Just being aware of what's going on so you can say, you know, I do or I don't. And just because you say you don't doesn't mean you have to always be out there fighting. But you can literally stand with someone just in voice, not necessarily in action. And, um... I hate that we have people that pretend to stand with us in voice, such as Chrisette Michelle, but in actual action, you know, even sitting up there, she wasn't taking her moment to educate. And I think that's why it, sometimes it hurts to say we should look to entertainers for opinions and things like that. If they have them, cool, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should become the authority on. And I think that's where a lot of things get lost in the sauce. So as long as we can just look to our own moral compasses and just fight for what we believe is right individually, we'll be on the right track. You got to fight <laughs> for your right <laughs> to punch, to punch <laughs> Nazis. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, I know it gets overwhelming because most people, I think, would agree that we're all kind of stuck. Like, what can I do? 
That's what I feel every day. What more can I do? What can I do to... How can I, as a person, a civilian, affect an executive order coming from this childish president that we have? Like, what can I do? And I think at this what point, because I, I it's there's a bit of a burnout. There's a mental burnout. And then people are like, we're a strong people. But it's like, how many hundred years and hundred more years and hundred more years of being a strong people do I have to be like right. this is getting tiring of being quote unquote the strong people that makes it through every trial and tribulation like folks is win. tired no True. I mean you know we have the right to be like I'm kind of tired of always fighting and having to protest and having to wait to, for someone to see right. me as a human so what I will say, because I know we're all kind of going through that burnout, is like Justin said earlier, it starts with how you treat people on your daily basis. You can't be a woman that's stressed out about reproductive rights and um, gender wage gaps, but then treat the black lady in your office like shit because she's black. Thank or hold you. your purse when you come into my building in Harlem because you moved into my building and you're scared of me. <laughs> you can't be a man, you know, a black man that's stressed out about Black Lives Matter and mad because your brothers are getting killed, but then treating women like shit and tweeting about us being bitches and hoes all day long. You know, like, you can't, pick and choose when you're going to care for the world and how the world should care for you. Mm. You either care or you don't. Bottom line. And the most that I can do right now is just treat everybody that I come across knowing that, like that quote that you always see on Tumblr, everybody is fighting a battle. Just be nice to people. Make people's day better. Say a word by saying, you know, by saying a word and not being patronizing either. Be a blessing. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to pass every dark skin girl like you are beautiful girl <laughs> on right. the street. Like, I'm not going to do right. that either. But I will never do anything to impede in her growth. Right. I will never do anything to get in the way. If I can Thank use you. my privilege to open a door for a woman, an able bodied person that I am to open the doors like these are things I'm learning. So that is how, that's my revolution, if that makes sense. That's the most I can do. Because honestly, I'm protested out. <laughs> I just am. Friend, we met at a protest. We sure did. We were cute, too. Mm -hmm. You were cute that day. <laughs> I legit remember what protest? you had on that day. <laughs> I, I remember. Yes. I remember what both of y'all wore. <laughs> That is so funny. And I, I, and I remember you giving her five. I remember that moment. I remember me I was like, Asante? <laughs> I remember. She is like. You, yeah. you I really, love that we met at a protest. Yes. That's, that's so. How, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they can't ever say we wasn't real. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. Like, you can't. Um, you can't decide when you want to fight justice. You you fight it for everyone or you shut the fuck up and Thank admit you. that you have limitations and that you're picking and choosing. That's just how I feel. You know what Amen. I mean? And if you're going to fight, never mind. I'm sorry. I have given Chrisette way too much country. Yeah, no more for her. <laughs> and I her mean, Bosky outskirt. I, literally friend, no so more sorry. for her. She is done. I am so sorry, friend. I really want you to watch that interview. No. Please. No. Just because even Charlemagne, Charlemagne, he kicked that shit off with, all right, so just tell us what the, like, just tell why you did that. Like, <laughs> why you did that? Like, really kicked it off with that. And she, and ended the interview with that. I thought she was going to cry. 
Like, she was like, what? You thought I was going to cry? I'm not going to cry. Like, was just standing all the way up in her shit and was like, I-, I did that, and this is why I did that. And it's like, no, you didn't. That's not why you did that shit. Just say you fucked up. <laughs> and by the time you knew, because she knew what she was doing from jump. And her hair was matted. How you gonna talk about black? You were doing this for black people and your hair ain't even done. I saw Crystal tweet that she took it out the bag and didn't Crystal Crystal made me watch it. And I I'm mad. Can we please leave Chris at Michelle? Her her suede wig. No. She took that wig out and shook it and put it on, I promise you. It was still bent and folded. Never mind. And the lights were still off because it was crooked. What? So, I wouldn't say the part was wrong, but it wasn't even a part. It was a separation. It, literally. Her hair, her wig was irreconcilable. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 so those are our <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> that Dr. Scholl's wig that bitch had on the breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. That tough-acting, tenacting ass oh wig God. that bitch had on the breakfast. <laughs> Gold bond wig. Okay, gold bond powder <laughs> ass wig. <laughs> Dr. Titchener's wig. Oh my God. <laughs> Corn Huskers wig. Uh, cod liver oil wig. It looked like she had slicked it down with Icy cod hot. liver oil. Icy, Icy hot. hot. Okay. <laughs> Hell, Ben Gay. Hell. T- tiger bomb. Ooh, bag bomb. Oh my God. <laughs> bag bomb wig. A bag bomb wig. <laughs> Yo. Oh my God! Furniture polish. Oh my God! Well, right. now that we've gotten friends, oh, easy of off, easy <laughs> off, we <laughs> shout <laughs> the gel, the the pin with spray the, with the scrubber. <laughs> Friend ain't gonna make it, so we're gonna move right on to our next segment. <sighs> Dustin, what's going on over there in TV oh, land? Oh, good. Well, I can keep going. Segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Look at you. You're disrespectful. Look, I didn't know she was going to make it. Look, way. I didn't think Fran was going to make it. Fran couldn't take it. I was like, Fran's down. She's no, gonna... I was letting y'all, because I was like, they're, they're on a, the but hamster wheel of insults. I felt, like, I felt like she was going to say something for the wellness segment, and we was going to say the wig was going to be that. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. No, y'all not going to do we that throughout I'm the not, world. I'm right. not going to disrespect. I'm not even going to associate. Right. You know, Chris said some wig ain't going to be nothing nice. <laughs> yeah, Christine, right. stir up crystal clean wellness segment with her motley ass. <laughs> Let's just finish going. Well, 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 well. <laughs> well. Come on, son. The hand means do the backup. Well, 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 well. well, well. well. <laughs> So on this week's wellness segment, well, last week uh, we were discussing how a lot of you thought that I had suggested a no deodorant challenge where I don't know what show you were listening to because I would never do that to y'all. And we were talking about the fact that when I meet you guys, you guys are always amazed at how good I smell. So a lot of you said, Fran, well, put us on. What are you wearing? If you have on perfume, is it... What that friend smell like? What's the smell? Um, a lot of... Even at your event, a couple of people were like, so what's I heard the smell? Somebody, you heard the guy ask me. <laughs> he was like, you like, got to tell me. So yeah, a lot of people were like, what do you have on? Because, um, yes, I'm that girl that if I sit next to you on the train, everybody's head turns. Because you was looking cute. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So I wanted to tell you guys about this company called Kumba Made. That's K-U-U-M-B-A-M-A-D-E. And the website is kumbamade.com. That's actually the oil company that I use um, as perfume. And Mm. oils, most people will tell you if you use natural oils, it lasts longer. 
because perfume sometimes you have to reapply it or it might last a couple of hours and then by the end of the day you just smell sweaty with a hint of sweetness yeah but what i love about the oil is you know you put it um on your neck behind your ears yeah it has a little roller ball and it literally lasts the entire day like i get home and still pass through the hallway smelling like like, smelling like myself (laughs) and what i love is that it's all natural the company makes their scents with herbs and resins plant extracts essential oils from around the world and they only use the highest quality most effective and unique ingredients all harvested and grown on organic farms so these are all wild harvests you know i'm into that so so if you're someone with sensitive skin you're not going to have um, any type of reactions. And, you know, sometimes people will spray perfumes on them and then get, like, little rashes or mm. discoloration. Um, this is all natural herbs, and the smells are amazing. I actually brought the one that I used so you guys can smell it. Oh, damn, I thought you were going to Yeah. Cute. You cute. Oh, it's, look, the packaging is... Isn't it adorable? The packaging is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> So that's I use like the vanilla bean. They have a lavender vanilla one? one I want. Mm, that I love. smells good. Isn't it nice? Yeah. Now y'all know our body, so Dustin yeah. can give me all the cosign because I think well, they might right. spend it on. <laughs> and it's all natural. Well, no so you can get it. Okay. <laughs> Let me pass the oil to the left and it's like, I got the oils oh, like the use. You got the oil, put it on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and they have literally Ooh. every scent you could think of they have frankincense and myrrh you know i love that one isn't it good they have a persian garden one that is everybody's favorite because i was tweeting about this brand and a lot of girls were like i use persian garden so that's like the best one probably um i personally like the lavender vanilla one so kumbamade.com and if you're someone who doesn't want to take the chance at just the names of the because maybe you don't know what the different notes are and what the different scents Mm. are uh, Whole Foods in the beauty mm. aisle, they have Kumba made products. That's actually where I discovered it. I saw uh, the little, they had like a little section with these little tiny roller bottles. And I was like, what are these? And I started smelling them. I was like, oh shit, this is like natural perfume. So I've been using that for a couple of years now. Amazing stuff. Like I said, they have so many scents to choose from. You can mix them, mix the oils, and, and make your own customized scents. And you know your natural oils bring out different scents with these mixtures. Like everyone's going to smell differently, which is the cool part. So just something to keep in mind if you're looking to swap out your perfume for something a little more natural. Now, could you pour a little bit of this oil in like a spray bottle? and do like Yeah. A I actually, um, when I do my DIYs, the videos on YouTube... I actually take out the little roller ball because you can pop it off Mm -hmm. and just pour 10 to 15 drops. You literally see them in my videos, the 10 to 15 drops of the scented, uh, the fragrance that I add to the butters comes from Kumba Made. Mm -hmm. And why I like that is because when you buy oils, usually the fragrance is chemically made. Right. You know, because they have to. Yeah, like they have to mimic a specific Mm -hmm. scent that to mimic it, you kind of have to mix it with chemicals. But with these, they're all natural. And they're like I said, the guy makes it. Well, I don't know who makes it, but the company makes it with resins and herbals and extracts. So it's just really cool. Mm. It's a nice little alternative if you've been trying to figure out how to swap your perfume 
Listen, I'm gonna have all of us at a hundred percent all natural living. I was gonna say you ain't gonna be the only vanilla bean around here now. <laughs> oh, and those of you who listened to last week's show, so many of you bought the diffusers and have been sending me snaps of you at home I with like your feet that. up with your diffuser. <laughs> Take off your shoes and relax right. Your feet. And you guys are saying that it's the best thing in the world. A lot of you are saying you haven't gotten that good of sleep in a long time Lottie said it's been helping you study people tried the lemon for energy mm. and said that it's been keeping them up studying in their dorm room so I love that you guys have figured out how to use the oils to your advantage based you know on the energy you need fucked me up a while back which one the eucalyptus that, like that I'm menthol, not a fan that shit fucked me up I've never like, been a fan real. I don't like eucalyptus smelling well, products see, I like me either I'll be feeling like I look like Dion Warwick when I smell <laughs> eucalyptus shit I don't be on my nose all spread across oh, my face like I'm my pregnant and God. shit you know what I'm saying see you know I grew up in the hood you know Vicks Vapor Rub got rubbed on everything so I, I like, know oh, eucalyptus might help but that eucalyptus I'm not a fan y'all stay away from that eucalyptus I just want to it's tell it's good for you though especially if you if you're someone who has scalp problems Putting eucalyptus and no people have like dandruff or itchy scalp. It's really good. To, it's like invigorating and it gets. Your, <laughs> That's what yeah, it sure <laughs> is. <laughs> well, now I like it gets the, your blood circulating. You know, so say, it, like it's the, helpful. I like the, uh, the 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 tingly stuff in like the shampoos. And That's things why they now. use I it. I like that, but like when I was smelling it in the my diffuser, I was like, mm, this is chilling my system a little too much. Like, <laughs> you know, and actually, here's a bonus tip, and this one is for people that are trying to grow beards eucalyptus oh hell no, no i know listen <laughs> it's not the best scent to have on your beard i understand that but let's say you have a weekend where you're gonna be home chilling it's just you mix some eucalyptus eucalyptus drops in jojoba oil and rub it into your beard those of you that having oh, trouble connecting this? it <laughs> like <laughs> me right not <laughs> if you're having trouble connecting it or maybe your beard is just dry or That's maybe it's stunted Eucalyptus and jojoba is like beard magic. So that's a bonus tip for those of you that need some 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 beard growth in your life. So try that. I'm gonna do it. I'm and that's that based tonight. on experience. I've helped like three people. Say, you used to have a beard. Yeah, <laughs> right? I based on experience of my own beard. Videos. I ain't never seen that. <laughs> There's no. another joke there, but I'm not gonna crack it because <laughs> oh, no. I love you. And it's not even. It look, wouldn't look, even be look, about look. you. Right, it would be right, about somebody right. else. But oh, I'm no. gonna do it. Right. So I love you, friend. We wouldn't let that happen. No. Right. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Kitty. Good night, cat. <laughs> oh, you know what? I gotta tell you the story because oh. I promised on Twitter that I would tell you. Yes. <laughs> so earlier today, I was walking. I had a shoot that I did with Refinery Twenty Nine. We filmed something. I know at the Ritz Carlton. It was this really cute collaboration where Refinery29, knowing that I'm like the DIY kid on YouTube, I make everything, I buy everything super cheap. They took me to the Ritz-Carlton to try and put to the test a 90-minute, $1,250 caviar facial at Mm. the Ritz-Carlton. It was insane. I never experienced that in my life. I was like, what is life? There are people that really live like this. Wow. Right? So... Here I am shooting this amazing video. No, imagine if I would have been like Like, sticking my tongue out (laughs) while she's putting (laughs) it on my face. (laughs) That would have been so hood. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny. No, but (laughs) I'm picturing that. Uh, I got crackers. Twelve fifty. You know, (laughs) give me a Ritz cracker, okay? Ritz Carlton. (laughs) 
Cookie's assistant on Empire. (laughs) (laughs) You know I could have been that role now. (laughs) (laughs) But here I am filming this awesome video. So I'm on a high because it was just so much fun. And I love that I get to collaborate with awesome brands like this. And, you know, they're asking me my opinion on something that costs that much. So I'm walking out and it's snowing. It snowed today in New York. So I'm walking out and I hear this lady tell her husband or the guy she was with, like, oh, my God, we got to hurry up and run, like, to dodge the snow. She was like, girl, so my hair's going to look like that. And she points at me. What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And I me? literally, t- unfortunately for her, I happened to turn around right when she went that, like, because uh, she was trying to be way. slick because I wasn't facing her. And I turned, and she was like... <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. So I tweeted that. I was like, you guys, this lady literally just told her husband my hair's going to look like that and proceeded to point to mine. The first thing someone tweeted was like, did you tell Dustin that this my happened? My chest, literally, I would have right said now, out loud. I'm hot. I Can you believe it? She said that? I would have said out loud. I was like, I bet y'all both voted for Trump with y'all dumb asses. <laughs> she wasn't even off. white. That's the worst part. I bet she voted for Trump, too. My heart dropped because I was, was like, what? No, she was light-skinned. She was a light-skinned black mm. girl. But her hair was straight. It looked like she maybe had just come out the salon when she was trying she was to be to funny. She headed to the Drake shoot. <laughs> so she had to keep her hair But right. I just felt like, dang, here That's I come out of my shoot feeling good, like doing my awesome job this morning. And you morning. heard me looking good, too. And my hair looked great today. Like, it's not even... After that Rawa switch up, you know what I mean? And... It's just crazy how she, whatever her space that she's in mentally, would take the time you out of her day. Yeah. Oh, it still look good. Right? So <laughs> she- <laughs> I wish you would have asked her husband if he liked your hair. <laughs> Imagine. I do. I wish you would have turned around and been like, well, let's ask him. Like Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> be like, well, let's ask Let, him. Let's see like, which one. Like, be like, do you, what do you think? Do you like my hair? Because I like yours. That's what that next time, friend. That's what you. But do. people were like, "Did you not say anything smart? Did you not smack it? Did you?" What made me You're laugh? If you go on my Twitter and you look at people, it's literally like over a hundred gifts of people getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "We're a violent bunch." <laughs> Listen, we got to fight for our friend. Now. I love it. It made me laugh. Me that t- definitely snapped me out of feeling like, "What's me wrong with people?" Don't matter. <laughs> But you know what? I felt like I had the final laugh because in her trying to be a bitch by telling that to someone, you know, I'm just someone coming out of a building. But when her boyfriend or whoever he was turned and looked at me when she's pointing me out trying to be cruel, he was staring. <laughs> I... Now you see His what gaze, I'm talking he about. Had that he had three, that three second gaze when they can't kind of look away. And I was like, see... That is why I didn't even have to say anything. Right. Steal her man. Steal her man. Yeah. Look. Ah. I hate to I get hate, him, friend. I, Let's I go back like, tomorrow. Look, what time was I hate, it? I hate to do this to you, but I ain't trying to fuck you, man. <laughs> Not Tequila Tequila. I couldn't even get it out. But it was awkward because she's being mean and he's staring. And I was like, you know what? This is a lot. I'm just coming from my facial. Let me go to the friend zone. You know I'm a hood rat. Uh, Dustin's just, face just, just shit. What did he look off. like? What did he look like? I would have slapped my, <laughs> my ass What did he look like, off. friend? He was handsome. Really? What did he describe him? He was tall. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like six Look, hand, handsome enough for mm-hmm. an insecure, <laughs> an insecure little bitty. Not, not handsome enough to get the real deal. I mean, She's I so think, dumb. I think that's Where's what Antoine the point Dotson was. When you need him? You are so <laughs> dumb. You are really dumb. <laughs> for, for real. <laughs> She's so dumb. You could have just okay. easily. But my message, I say all that to say this. 
We're all going through so much. Stop being whack on the street. We right. finna go I through had our such a great day. <laughs> you should have said. You should have said that. Stop. How about you stop being whack? How about that? How about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> Tell her man, catch me outside. How about, how about that? that? <laughs> I don't want my hair to look like. Uh, well, this will, this that? will keep your man. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Should have been like, or not even turn around and be like, you nigga like it. <laughs> Could you imagine? I wish you I... nigga like it. Bye, girl. <laughs> Crystal was like, I know you didn't, but I wish you would have slapped her. <laughs> she was like, you, she's lucky I wasn't okay. with you. Could you imagine Look, if Crystal was with you? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Listen. I tell you, people pick the right ones on the street because that would have been a disaster in front of the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> oh, and y'all was outside the hotel. You could have been like, you know what? Fuck. Passed her. in my room key. <laughs> yep. Or turn around like 1503. <laughs> look, look, look. Look, I don't want my hair to look like as she's about to point, you turn around, you hand him the key. Like what? No, here and you go. Just walk here off. you go. Here you go. You ready? This is it right here. This okay. would have. This on would a have. Petty note. This would have tied her in a knot. Right? Okay. So do it. Let's play. Okay. So hold on. So <laughs> I, I'm you. I'm you. Okay. You're. I'm, I'm, you. I'm, I'm gonna beat up. You her? Uh -huh. Okay. And I'm friend. Go. Oh, it's snowing outside. I don't want my hair to look like. But it's no hair right here. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! That's the shit. Okay. <laughs> Good because look, so she says it, and you look at her boyfriend and be like, Little point. Yeah, <laughs> so she says it right, and you and immediately you never even look at her, you look right at her boyfriend and be like, There's actually no hair right here. That's it. I'm the little point, it's killing me. <laughs> we that's need it. a camera. That's it, right uh, that there. Way. That way, okay. And that's the return of on a petty note for all of you who have missed it. There you go, okay. <laughs> Give a little, what is it? Give a little nay nay with okay. it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still her man. Still her man. <laughs> At the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> okay. I'm glad there's no camera. <laughs> they are over here doing. Doing the nay nay, little Millie Rock with it. Oh, all right, but that was my story time for for the day. Uh, Anyways, so you know, be nice, people. Y'all tripping? We got too many problems to meet each other on the damn street. Anyways, I should have pulled up my social media and been like, "What was that?" <laughs> I was gonna say skirt. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm show. Just playing. How about Not that? you, your friend. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> How about that? Oh, How, about that? How about that? <laughs> I, I love that girl. I do too. <laughs> She's yeah, iconic. Yeah, catch me outside. Yeah. How, about How about that? that? <laughs> and that lean. I was like, <laughs> and shout out to whoever the first person was that saw that and was like, you know what? Let me put this fucking clip online because this is hilarious. <laughs> shout out to you because yes. you are funny. <laughs> This week's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by HelloFresh. Everyone deserves honest, natural, delicious, and healthy food. And with HelloFresh, Hello Fresh. you enjoy fresh ingredients and fun new recipes while bringing out your inner chef. Each week, HelloFresh Hello Fresh. creates new and delicious recipes with step-by-step -step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone, from novices to seasoned home cooks short mm. on time. Mm. HelloFresh Hello Fresh. employs a full-time registered dietitian on staff who reviews each recipe to ensure it is nutritionally balanced. HelloFresh Hello sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed, so there's no food waste. All the Delivered right to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. For we free. used it. We tried it. 
it works and it's good <laughs> and you don't even have to doctor it up. Did you we don't have time to meal plan. They do it all for you. Hello Fresh Hello. currently offers customers a classic box or a veggie box and will soon be launching a family box. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed either for two or four people. That's dos or cuatro for the Espanol. And remember, there will be new recipes created every single week. For $35 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Friend Zone when you subscribe. That's HelloFresh.com and enter Friend Zone when you subscribe for $35 off your first week of deliveries. Simple recipes that you'll love to cook with delicious ingredients that you will love to eat. Get cooking with HelloFresh. HelloFresh. And they sent me the vegetarian option, you guys, and it was good. And you know that's tricky. I had the veggie box, and veggie boxes can be tricky. But this was good. (laughs) I bet I could take down a family box on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. (laughs) Multi-blade razors often cause irritation and razor bumps. Ah! And hair removal creams are messy and can leave burns and discoloration. Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. There is a reason that 9 out of 10 customers come back month after month to Bevel. The Bevel end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, badger brush, safety razors, blades, shaving cream, and a cooling restoring balm. Bevel was created by Tristan Walker, who saw a void in the health and beauty market for people of color. Mm. Invest in a razor and shaving system that does more than just keep your hair groomed. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Get your Bevel today by going to bevel.com slash friendzone to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash friendzone to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. Thanks again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, well, let's hop on over to TV land, Damn, Dustin. I thought I was going to get a break. <laughs> nope. <laughs> a little perched. Take me what's, to TV What's going on with, let me guess, Married, married to, to Madison. I want to start with Dr. Heavenly. I tell you, people keep Snapchatting me scenes. There was a scene with Dr. Heavenly. Well, I don't know who the women are. I think it was Dr. Heavenly. She was mad about... No, that was you guys that sent it to me in the text. Where she pursed up her lips. (laughs) Because she had called her the devil. Yeah. Yeah. That was you guys. I said that shit I was like, why is she pressed up her lips like that in the last frame? <laughs> okay, so Married to Medicine is the greatest show on television right now, in, and it is holding that title. It's a shared title with The Real Housewives of Atlanta because I just can't pick a favorite, but they're both fantastic Bravo this winning. season. Bravo <laughs> is doing the damn thing on the black hand side. So uh, Married to Medicine was great this week. We watched Lisa Nicole make another ass. I've never seen so many ass cheeks on one person in my life. She continuously shows a new ass cheek every week. Who's this? Lisa Nicole One of the ladies? (laughs) Say it like quiet. Lisa Nicole (laughs) What do you mean? Like she's in bathing suits around the house? Well, you know what? Or you mean like a figurative ass cheek? There you go right there. I thought you meant literally. this week. Because wasn't Phaedra always with her ass out? Mm. Unfortunately. (laughs) You know, I... and. There's a joke there, but again, I'm trying to go above. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go high when they go low. So, um, 
But Mary to Madison was great. Lisa Nicole and Heavenly were supposed to be throwing a women's empowerment conference slash relationship conference, which <laughs> why would anybody want to take relationship advice from, from Lisa, Lisa Nicole, Nicole. Cloud, who has a husband who now about three seasons ago, her husband admitted that they had been together for nine years, but he had only been faithful for the last five. Holy and she was wow. mad that he said it on t- on camera. She ain't know he was going to say it, but she tried to act like she did. Why would you say that? So anyway, and well, her husband also this week Let me told just her. tell you my favorite part. <laughs> let me just tell you what you're up against as far as being married to Lisa Nicole. Let me just tell you about her husband and what he does. Where are you coming from? I'm just... I don't know where I'm coming from. She said, where are you coming from? And he said, I just... I don't know where I'm I don't know where from. I'm coming from. Oh, and mind you, there are cameras rolling, so he's disrespecting her like that on national. I television. would have boxed him, but she's him. throwing a relationship conference called "Teach Me to Grow with You." <laughs> that she trademarked the name because her first question was, "Why you got them sunglasses on in the house?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a nice day outside." You know, he just came in. It's like, "Well, you just came in. Take them shits off." Like you all the way in the kitchen, they have a nice size house where I'm not taking them glasses off. Never mind. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because we want to take relationship advice from this one. So the conference that her and had Dr. Heavenly were supposed to be throwing jointly, uh, they were so they had a radio interview scheduled to promote the conference. Heavenly's outside the radio station at the right time waiting on Lisa Nicole. She calls her because Lisa's nowhere to be found. Lisa answers the phone and says she's stuck in St. Louis. She then cuts to confessional footage of her one of her talking head scenes talking to the camera, and she says, now, friend, I can't make this up, right? Oh, my God. She says, I have a family member that works for the airlines, so I fly standby. Heavenly knows this. We then cut to Dr. Heavenly <laughs> saying, Lisa Nicole talking about she's supposed to be a multi-mean, and she on a goddamn buddy pass? <laughs> a buddy pass? She kept calling her a buddy pass. That's what people that ain't got pass. no money. No, that ain't or what ain't she got said. Shit to do. There you go. She said, that's what people that ain't got shit to do. They can wait around for the next flight. <laughs> you got somewhere to be at promoting you. You on a goddamn buddy pass? Like, that's real. You can have three family members that work for the airline. You need to pay for a flight to be at Mind a, an event you. to promote. Three weeks prior, she was gallivanting all through this man's showroom talking about how, oh, I love this opulence. Lisa Nicole is all about luxury and style. And where is she at, Dr. Heavenly? On a buddy pass. Okay? In fact, Dr. Heavenly didn't say flying or she said, and you riding on a buddy pass. (laughs) (laughs) Riding. So that argument was hilarious. Lisa Nicole was so ill-prepared for this conference, she did none of the work. So Dr. Heavenly decided to go ahead and make good on all these deposits that she had placed and all of these people that she had confirmed, i.e. the caterer, you know, different services. And she's throwing her own conference on that day called Heaven Help Us because she literally is a certified relationship expert on top of being a dentist, right? I don't know how she passed the class, but she did. So she also the last week had told Lisa Nicole, and you really ain't even qualified. You probably ain't even qualified, but I am because I'm a relationship expert. <laughs> oh I can't make it up. I mean, it's the greatest shit Lisa, ever. Lisa sat down with Heavenly and was like, "We should call it Teach, Teach Me, me How to Grow." grow. With you. <laughs> I was like, "No, you ain't even growing with your husband." <laughs> he ain't even telling you where he's at, and he just lied about how he messed his arm up too. 
He told oh her he God. messed his arm up. He arrived at, in Hawaii three days pro- after he was supposed to be there and told her that his flight kept getting delayed. He missed his connection flight. He Broke shows up arm. with his arm in a sling, tells her he heard it at work, tells them, tells the guys he heard it playing basketball. I go on Twitter, look up her tweets to see what she was saying during the show. This motherfucker talking about, well, it was an old basketball injury that he reheard at work. She can't stop lying. It's like she tries to legitimize his his fallacies into some story that we'll believe, but we never will. It's unbelievably ridiculous. Like she really thinks that she's <laughs> like holding her marriage together, and it, it's a secret. Like we can't see the infidelity. Talking about she want to have a baby. <laughs> like what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with her? Seriously, there is. Yeah. I want. I want Lisa Nicole. I want them to cut her from the show. Mm-hmm. Well, then we wouldn't. Well, you know, no, we need box. Lisa Nicole. But, <laughs> but I want Lisa Nicole to do a Yanla. Yeah, she really, but she, she wouldn't be receptive to the work. And that's why it would be great. It would be just like Sheree. Nothing would get done. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to buy into that. She would never. I think that Lisa might. Mm-mm. Think about it, Asante. She won't even be honest about what we all literally see. Her nigga be lying on national <laughs> television on camera. And meaning he don't it. even respect her enough to try he, to say, keep the even, lie going. He don't going. even try. He like, literally just says whatever, and she just goes and laughs it off. Don't show up to shit and told her on camera. I just I'm having a moment. I ain't feel like leave me alone. I don't want to be. Just don't show up to shit, friend. Like that's that's what goes on. But she tells people <laughs> her and Darren are fine. And has a party to announce the fact that she wants to try to have a baby. She had a party. <laughs> you keep laughing. She had a party, it. not a congratulations, I'm pregnant. Like a congratulations, we thinking about having a baby. Like I want to have another baby party. So Married to Medicine was great. Real Housewives of Atlanta um, was fantastic. I do want to say one thing, though. I'm not by no means a Porsche fan, but never mind. I'm not going to say that. Because you know what? Porsche is getting exactly what the fuck she deserves. For all the shit that she's kept up all these seasons. I'm glad that they all ganged up on her. It was hilarious. Um, The responses. It was classic Real Housewives of Atlanta. For those of you that have been following the show since season one, episode one, you know that it's at its best when those girls are off the rails and being their authentic selves. And we get those steel shots of those facial expressions and reactions, and they're all on a bandwagon. An example of this was the card party during season four at Sheree's house with Dr. Tai. Oh, my God. Remember how all the girls rallied to Sheree's side and exposed him as a fraudulent doctor and said he had never got... Candy's mother was the one who said... Did you get it online or after school? <laughs> and then once Mama he admitted Joy. that he got a doctoral degree online, she Wait, said, Phoenix See, or got it online. Yes, yes. How does she know? She did. She just knew. That's what made <laughs> it so real. She just, she just knew a question to ask, and it just so happened to be the right one. But that <laughs> oh, was an shit. example of one of these scenes, and we got one of those types of scenes in this episode. I'll make it quick. It was at the very end when they were all in that party bus on their mm-hmm. way to go camping. And Portia and her sister were having a conversation about her being in anger management. And Kenya, Marlo, um, Candy, Candy, <laughs> Cynthia, everybody. everybody had, uh, yeah, <laughs> let me just put it like this. They weren't ganging up on Portia. Everyone just had something to, to say. say. And, so and it, rightfully so. And rightfully so. And I don't feel bad for Portia. So this, for me, was all of that. This is a great episode. <laughs> I don't feel bad for Portia. And I also would like to say, I think 
and I'm not really a Portia fan now, mm-hmm. but I think that she held up her her. Show. I do too. She, she used her really tools. Well. She was she using did. her tools on that bus because, and not for nothing. Not that I really think that her anger management is doing a whole lot. But well, you, she's not going. Let's be clear. right. She's she met not up with going that man. Anger, man. She like, filmed a scene. Right. Not even knowing this man like that, but she is something is kind of working for her. For her to sit there and to do all of that. You want me to tell you what's working for her? She doesn't want to mess up her opportunities. She's I mean, getting yeah. that this, that Dish Nation check. Oh, for sure. Check. That's why she brought her you know sister along. You know what I mean? Along. She was just on a um, That's why I saw she brought her a, sister a along. picture she took in a recording booth. She's doing some voiceover work in an animated movie. Porsche's getting looks. She just did mm-hmm. that, you know, that other show that ain't nobody right. watch on NBC. So, <laughs> like, every, like, she's getting those looks, and so she can't really afford to drag bitches like she had been doing on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let me also go on record saying this. Portia Williams brought that franchise down. Portia came on the show fighting and, and being being um, exhibiting behaviors that had not previously been displayed on that show. Really? Oh my God! They weren't yeah. Fighting before? No, they weren't physically fighting, and when just they were, arguing. yeah, it was just arguing. And Sheree, another ghetto ass, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, she pulled Kim's hair, but we liked that. Like because, she was, but it was like women, like yeah, it was tugging caddy. And, it was like, caddy. Like Portia comes out like we we back in school. Does, blow, we blow. Do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, like and not, and not for nothing. Like she dragged Kenya during that reunion. Like she came at Cynthia. Like Cynthia. Now, Cynthia Cynthia got her the fuck up out of there. Say, I was about to say, now, Cynthia, Cynthia did judo chop and get that ass up going. Cynthia really? Kicked, Cynthia, Cynthia kicked, kicked her, her right in the, in the yeah. pussy. <laughs> That's what she did. Cynthia and kicked her that, right in the pussy. And not that Portia <laughs> deserved that, but, like, Portia, <laughs> Portia was running on? up. Like, she was. You don't run She tried up. to straddle Cynthia, and so Cynthia got her up out of there. And next thing we knew, Portia was on the other side of that boat on the floor, and Cynthia was sitting back. With her arms on the armrest, and she had braced herself like this. <laughs> Cynthia got her up off of Cynthia her. Cynthia was like, get out and, of my face. Get out of my face. the record <laughs> also reflect that when Portia was in her talking heads on this last episode, going physical altercation by physical altercation, saying what each person had done to incite her to that behavior, when she got to Cynthia, she said, and Cynthia, well, you kicked me, so I know you didn't got your, you Eve, we even. That's what she said right. for so Cynthia. So that's why you Everybody know. else it was, oh, well, you did this, and that's why I did that or whatever. So it's okay to fight. She ain't She, she ain't look, She ain't looking for Cynthia no time soon. <laughs> I'll put it to you like that. <laughs> and rightfully so. And look, she don't want whenever... Candy Burris. Tucker. Okay? Because Candy got the fuck up from that table. All I seen Candy had on, like, a gingham shirt, and you could tell she had got it at either her store or Rashida's because it was, like, the gingham print going this way. Then, of course, it wasn't good enough to just be a short sleeve, cute, gingham print shirt right they had to attach a cape on the bag <laughs> that go down one side of the ass asymmetrically you know what I'm saying for the, point, for the point being Silhouette the point effect. being the point being when Candy got mad all we seen was that gingham getting up moving shifting across that <laughs> restaurant floor she said Portia you're not gonna you, it won't be no dragon up in here today you are so funny I'm telling you okay that's they, Candy Burst they may Tucker. get that candy for being out of shape I mean, and whatnot but she's still <laughs> right look, you know it like came Portia. from one of them boutiques a store look came from her own boutique more right. than likely oh, what is it tag? Candy got a couple low key look, okay she got like three stores I yes. think Shamia was uh, posing for a couple of them. Shamia, are you gonna go there or are we mm. gonna, we gonna you know be done? They, you know they like this. Oh my, they like this. <laughs> they like this. They suck them. Oh. Do you want to talk about loyalty and friendships she with Portia both. and Phaedra and she, There's nothing to talk Kenya. about. Nene Leakes broke that down on Watch What Happens Live when she broke down she the whole Phaedra versus Candy and, and Portia versus Candy situation. And we know that Nene was not always the biggest fan of Candy, but she mm-hmm. said it. She said Candy kept a lot of secrets. She held a lot of things in confidence. And, you know, at a certain point, 
you know, whatever. She was like, so I don't mind if Candy got to blow her head off every now and then. And she started laughing. It was great. They're in the same side. Yes. And I love because I, I like love when they, I, like, I love when they go at each other though because they even see, like they are such bosses that they mm-hmm. will go at each other and still do the scene, not even give yeah. a fuck. She said they made a pack. Now I will say this, Marlo. Marlo is. I love them both separately. Me too. Marlo <laughs> is right. back on the cool. show, and I'm me mad me. because season uh-huh. four, Marlo was a person who was worthy of having a peach being a real housewife yeah, of stop Atlanta. Now. All these seasons that she's coming back as a friend of this person Isn't or that Marlo person. Isn't Marlo dressed cute? Yes. Very cute. If I you, I feel like any time mm. I remember her, she always had something cute on. What I like about Marlo, though, is that she just, like, she's she has no fear whatsoever when she's in this, this circle with these girls. So she's asking questions that are really getting it going. And yeah. I was watching it the other night. And <laughs> they were on the... And they were on um, the party bus. <laughs> uh, they were asking Portia what made her upset at the table, oh right? God. So, again, uh, and this is why I love Marlo, right? This right here. It's probably why everybody else hates her, but for me, it's why I love her. So they were asking, and then we'll get off of this. So they were asking, you know, what was making Portia upset? Right? Oh God, this laugh <laughs> They were asking her that. <laughs> so Portia was like, well, it was comments being made about, you know, um... Whatever, the way that they were asking the comments, which was enough to really get a reaction out of one of the other girls and keep the argument, you know, really build the momentum. But Marlo, baby, <laughs> she dug them stilettos in that dirt and she put both of them manicured hands behind that ball <laughs> of confusion and she pushed and rolled because she said, by who specifically now? Specifically. Not, not <laughs> that, knew, now. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's the details, right? Of course. And what does is, what is Portia say? We're going to get back to specifically in a minute. But what is Portia? We're not there yet. But did you we'll hear? get there, but okay. we're not there yet. What does Portia say to her? Well, at that point, it was Kenya. What does that do? Incite Kenya to start telling her immediately. Well, that you keep my name on you. She got it going. Right? Now. Not only was this it so brazen and bold. Oh, yes. yes. Why are these grown women on a party bus? Going camping. Go, Question glamping. number one. They were going, going glamping. glamping. A party bus to go glamping. Yep. And she said, specifically, y'all. <laughs> but did you hear the How week before? Endearing. Did you hear when they were at that table? Did anyone the, catch it on the You know show? people. Oh. No, I mean on the show. You know, no. <laughs> you know they always, <laughs> in the middle I, of they the always cut those parts and they let us talk about it on Twitter, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's like but supposedly. in the middle of the. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm about to give it to you. <laughs> I'm about to give it to you. When they were supposedly. arguing initially, they were talking about if she's had any sort of meditation. She's like, I yeah. don't need any mediation. No, or, if or she like had any medication. Yes. And she said, I don't need any. I'm not on any meditation. Yes, that's what she said. He was like, any medication? She's like, and Portia was like, I'm not on any meditation. I'm not on so any Kenya medication. Say, Did you get a certificate? <laughs> talking about anger management. And then on this last episode when oh they were talking God. about her anger management, she's reading her doctor's note from, Ooh. and he lists client. And so they were like, client, wouldn't you be patient? Yeah. And then they were like, her and her sister were trying, a portion, her sister were trying to defend it. She's not, it's not like a mental hospital. Like, it's client. They rolled, bottom line, they rolled Portia like some dice on that bus, and it was fucking hilarious. He, Candy was laughing and going, Candy was like, but from the beginning. He couldn't use patient because he wasn't a doctor. It was He was great. an anger management coach or some I'm shit. A, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like counselor, yes. <laughs> I'll send you the clip, man. But that's it in TV this week, I think. It's probably, oh, little, oh. <gasps> One thing, y'all. <laughs> for those of you that did you have you been Hell watching? No. Okay, no. That's, there's a scene for those of you because I, I know I'm not alone. I'm gonna have to watch it now, brethren and sistren. 
of the Little Women Atlanta. <laughs> oh, Those of God. you that watch, let go. me just say that that last dinner scene when they were arguing with Tanya's boyfriend, uh, Nico, or whatever his name was, who, well, not her boyfriend, but the guy that she had the baby by that the other man took care of. Which, yes. But that scene, everybody showed their true colors. Juicy started all of that. She kept egging that girl on <laughs> passive-aggressively. Minnie was a fool laughing, and Minnie is so comfortable starting to shit as long as the spotlight is not on her. And her boyfriend <laughs> sat up there in them ashy-ass black sweatpants, <laughs> slacks, with that purple shirt slacks. and them brown dress shoes that went up a little bit in the front. <laughs> and he was asking that boy them questions, and that boy had every right to cuss his ass out and get up and go from that table. So for those of you that watch, tweet a Asante, no. and tell him what you thought about no, that no. scene. Thank you. At look at Dustin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, boo. Let's go <laughs> on to the music man. I'm the music man. Hey. hey. <laughs> you get me when you listen to me sing this song, goddamn. Hips is rolling. Okay. <clears throat> so this week in music, one Migos has dropped the best album of the year. No, I'm just <laughs> Y'all really I mean, love good. Migos. I, I'm it sorry. Good, I love friend. And you know I what? I mean, I liked it more than I could. Did Lil Yachty? Yeah, uh, oh, duh, well, those, I mean, like, those two don't go together. <laughs> that's like saying and Uzi Vert. The, none of those go together. I mean, that's like, I like liking a Whitney this. Houston album more than. <laughs> oh, I'm not about to play this. Ooh, game. I was about to I say someone. That. I caught. I caught I, my. I just don't even want to get involved. <laughs> Look, and Chrisette Michelle, like oh, I mean, Chrisette Michelle like, album. I mean, there you go, right there. Right there. I just you know, Yachty ain't on that playing field just yet. Whatever, if you want. Uh, you know, Migos dropped. They came through with the bomb. So I just had to go on ahead and say the culture. For the culture, they have dropped the album Culture. Favorite tracks? Ooh. Qua- is it Quavo? Quavo. Quavo. Quavo knows Carter. Quavo, uh, Quavo knows Carter? Yes. Qu- First of all, Quavo. You know what's funny? I confuse his name with Quad. <laughs> so I was like, Quad. Miss Quavo. Miss Quavo. She got it. She got it. Quavo's adorable. Yes, he's a looker. And he's cute. I mean, he's, he's a, he's a nose Carter. <laughs> He's a nose carter. I mean, Quavo, I saw him in the Hot 97 interview with Ebro. They dropped the you album. You said to yourself, self. <laughs> self. <laughs> That's a capital Q on the front of his name, no, goddamn. He's adorable. <laughs> what would you he's do? really cute. Yeah, he actually just dropped outside of them on the album. Um, he's on Two Chains' new track that they just dropped the video Uh-oh, for. Oh, he's about to Beyonce. He is. That's why he's Nose Carter. You know, okay. Quavo been out here moving and shaking and doing a damn thing. Yeah. Um. So he's on that track, and he's on a. There was a Party Next Door track that leaked with Quavo on it. I tweeted it. I forgot what the name of it was. But um, Offset gonna be upset once Quavo goes solo. <laughs> Instead of saying Offset, he gonna be like Upset. <laughs> what about Takeoff? He gonna be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Me, but you know they all got their skills. Like Offset be doing a damn thing. Isn't he? Isn't Quavo someone's uncle? They're brothers and an uncle. You know the whole group is family. It's two brothers and an uncle, and they're all like two years apart. Because you know what they say That's about a family so that traps funny. together. My brother oh, has God. a great theory. He said the greatest musical groups ever are always family members. Oh, for sure. That's interesting. For I, I could see that. Even though I could also see. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just glad I ain't got to do that. Because if me and my sister was in a group together, I would have killed that. Plus, <laughs> then you get into them groups you like, and you'd be like, but it always was rumored that that was her daddy. Oh. <laughs> well, oh, hell no. <laughs> Boom. Uh, on a patty, no. On a patty, Outside no. Outside of Migos and culture. Oh, favorite tracks. Um, oh, Slippery. Story. Oh, Slippery. Uh, and my personal I'll favorite. I always love uh, casting. Our ass on it. 
Everybody listen to All Ass by Migos. Am I lying on big, Yeah, All Ass on is a, a, a banger. Uh, big, big on, on big. big, Get Right With You. Yes. And um, there's a song with Gucci Man too. Slippery. Oh, yeah. Slippery. Um, <laughs> the whole thing is just perfect. I mean, just play it. Don't listen to it too hard. I felt like people were listening to the album and they were like trying to hear what the greatness is. He's like, you just got to listen and just yep. be regular. You just have to enjoy it. You have to feel it. That's and what you makes will feel it dope. It. If you literally just play it, you'll feel it instantly. Like, you ain't got to try. You can just turn it on. You know, you just start to feel the hip bone twerk a little bit. Well, you, you know, know they got that we... high 100 number one ass single and shit, so now everybody's looking for the next hit instead of just enjoying the music. You Enjoy know? the fucking yeah. album. And you know who else I checked out this week as far as albums go? Gabriel Garzon. Uh... I don't know this name, friend. <laughs> what is it? You you told me to check this dude out, and I What'd checked you him think? out. I like him. I really really like him. The album is really cool. It's a solid uh, album. So it's Gabriel great ooh, Gabriel Garzon Montano, and it was listed under R and B soul, but it's like this. I don't know if he like white or mix or something. Dude, yeah, he's, got, he's like, like working hair. on. He had worked on some stuff with Drake. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I saw um his project came out and I was like why do I remember this name I know he had done some stuff on Drake's last album so I was like oh I wonder what his sound is personally and I was like Asante needs to hear this yeah, and I had a feeling you would like he's it. He's got a really cool vibe It's different. I like um there's a song on there called Fruit Flies that's really dope. Yeah and um Sour Game Sour Sour Mango and uh oh Sour Mango Fruit Flies The Game Sour Yeah Game. yeah y'all should definitely <laughs> check him out Yeah so check out uh Gabriel Garzon Montano the album is called Jardin or Jard How did How did I was about to say is that <laughs> is that like an H Garden in Spanish Oh we multilingual over here. Sound like perfume. <laughs> Edu Hardin. <laughs> Edu Hardin de Parfum. <laughs> and also go back and check out the young ladies that I mentioned uh Ace T uh, the, the track That's Candy Too Down. Hell no, I ain't. We'll come Remember back. they did that. Wait, the ones from Beyonce? the UK? Yes, the UK young ladies oh. at Ace T. They have the song called Bitch Too Down, which apparently is German Bis, for Are You Down. I keep saying Ooh. Bitch Too Down. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, I hear you saying Bitch, <laughs> bitch Too Down. Bitch Too Down or what? That's next week's freestyle. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> bitch about Too Down. Catch me out. No, you know what? We doing Catch Me Outside next week. <laughs> how about catch that? Catch Me Outside. Catch how? Me Outside. But how about, me, how about the me. fact that Trinata has us listening to Craig David in 2017. Oh, and, and it is the shit. I love that song. Yo, first of all, when Craig David popped up on hey, that hey. on that project with uh, <laughs> on last year, I was like, okay, I guess I could. I'm still looking for Craig David. I literally but I had, had that him on song Instagram on a couple of years ago, and I didn't know if he gave his life to Herbalife or not. You know, <laughs> so I thought something was going on, but now he back. You know, Craig David, I'm ready. I, I want you to. I, I want you to hear the Jones was the same person. Oh my god! Oh my god! Mr. Stop. Ordinary. Wait, have you heard it? <laughs> no. Kate Trinata's record with him is called "Got It Good." You have to look it up. Yeah, it was on the. I will, but can I full disclosure? And who's the girl? She sounds so good on it. I don't know what. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I don't really be liking. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a, it's. I know, but it's. But you would like that. You fun. would like that track. That track you would like. We gotta go to the festival. Right. Music and shit. That's why this I need, a, I need a bass line, and that's it. I don't need all this goddamn. You know. Yeah, this, this particular track is more. But I will the, listen. No, you'll like it. Yeah, because this got, is more I, of an R and B yeah. vibe to it. Like it's Craig why David. Why he mess with cranes in the sky? 
I liked it. It was too much. I, I liked it. To it. I liked it. I thought I that was good. To it. The <laughs> only Cranes in the Sky remix I want, y'all know what it is. What? A New Orleans bounce mix. Oh God, that's the I'm only thing there I would get. Like, other than that, but I will listen on the strength of you all because I definitely respect your ears. So you know. Did you listen to Kaylani? I I gave her a cute little listen. I like her project. A cute listen. Yeah, I just gave her a, a run through. I'm sorry, I've really been on my trap shit. So like, I was like listening to it and the project. I like it. I liked her since um she had a mixtape where they were doing like some old school samples and shit and they're like this is how we do. Like I like her <laughs> That one I was like oh, Okay this bitch Got some good You know she got the thing And then I saw How ghetto she was And I was like Okay I can fuck with this <laughs> So I, I like the project I need to give it Another listen After I've gotten Miko's on my system I've had your homegirl On repeat Is it Which Mila one? or Myla Mila J Mila J Kicking back Which one? Oh my god jam, I've been trying to put people On the shit. To motherfucking <laughs> She's like a ghetto version of her sister, yeah, like a well, more well, ghetto I'm version. Saying, I'm kicking <laughs> back and I'm cool. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is but you know my what you theme song. song. Okay, if you're going to listen to that friend, Tell then you got to listen. Tell me that's not my theme song, Friend, though. you got to listen to the friend zone, too, if you like that one. I'm checking. Oh, the it's, friend zone. Yes, it's called the friend zone, and the track is... Y'all listen to Mila J's kicking back. Like I, that the way her, it comes in. She dropped it and on her three one three flips. I was like, what? It's on her three one three EP. I'm mad I know this off the top of my when head. When did that drop? Because I'm like, how well, am I late to this song? She had it on a couple song? of projects. So she was dropping them off. I feel like on SoundCloud before. I'm kicking back and I'm cool. And I love that one part where she talking. She was like, um, her little rap. She's like, too? and I go to church. <laughs> like, and I go to my mama. <laughs> I go to wholesome. I was like, that's my spot. I want to ride yes. with. Them. I want to like get in the car and Listen. like ride with her and her sister. And yes. Big Sean can come too and like just talk <laughs> shit. You know what I'm when saying? When I was in LA the last time, I was listening to that in the car, like uh, riding down La Cienega, like, oh, that's definitely right a here. memory. That's right a here. summer moment. Yes. yes. Is there a video for it? Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't have it. I got to look at it. But you, up. you know, Mila James, you know, she real sexy with the thing now. So some of them videos be ready. I like that she. <laughs> I'm going to look Mila J is, I don't know how old she is, but people call her old, which I don't think she's old. Really? But she looks great. Like, she does. Like she's like, what, 33, 34. <gasps> That's old. Like, oh, damn, you know y'all. You know how people <laughs> I mean, are. damn. You know how people are. But she y'all looks great. Y'all might as well me. You oh, know. I have this Shit. one last one I was going to blow y'all out the water with. I, oh, actually, I have a couple. I cannot leave this music man segment without one Missy Elliott oh, drop yes, the, the video that, for I'm And then Better. it was right after you had just been talking about the need for visuals. The visual is amazing. Missy always comes through with the sleigh. Just another sleigh, as Missy would do. So I Featuring Gwen that. Stefani's clothing line. <laughs> lamb. Featuring Love Angel Music, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only lamb we acknowledge. The shit. <laughs> I just love that every time Missy comes, she comes with that heat, that fire. I don't think yep. there's one Missy single that I've hated. I'm sure some have done better than others, but and Missy is always a one. Always a great visual. I love the exercise ball under the water. I'm like, Missy, right? (laughs) You know I was at home trying to do Underwater. Now, when they were falling into the water, that was my part. I was like, y'all better torpedo bitches. And then the water came down. I was like, come on. (laughs) So I couldn't leave without mentioning Missy. And now to do a Kiki Palmer and give y'all the gag. Because the gag is... You wouldn't expect me to tell you that Keisha Cole featuring Remy Ma in French Montana's song you is the song. just played me for the last time. <laughs> I sound like her, too. I'm done fucking with you. Okay. You picked the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. I promise you. you picked the wrong listen to it. Just listen to it. Just, you already know. Already, Come on now. Y'all I saw the cover Remy art, but I didn't click play. I'm fair. I'm, I'm real fair. That's why I said there are some times where I just don't see it for key. 
Fit Key. But but Keisha, she got something going with this Listen, track. Listen, she see. on, she on. The only she, the only thing she did was she ran her mouth too much, y'all. I'm telling you, Keisha That's was not she the was, only thing she, she did. was the music going started in the line. to lack a little bit too. The, the well, music. yeah, after the third album. I don't know how many. Y'all, Claude and Chuck are working on K Michelle's project. Are these the same thing? I, I, I mean, for no, some I just, reason, <laughs> Keisha Cole yeah, made me why, think of <laughs> That's why I asked you if they're the same thing. That's sad. My brain was like, K Michelle. <laughs> Yo, I'm not and Look, look and, I, and I get it. That's what I was like, are they the same thing? Because <laughs> more often than not, it's like you can't have one with, randomly. It's the K Random. Oh my God, the shade, the, the best shade throws itself <laughs> randomly. Talking about K Michelle and Keisha Cole. <laughs> No, but they apparently K and Michelle's looking for a different sound. So I'm curious what that's going to be. Oh, my God. Y'all are Yeah, better. That's why she got Claude. That's why she got them geniuses. Because she knew who to call. Because you said K Michelle's name, the only thing I'm looking forward to hearing her on is that Trina track. Trina was saying that it was one of her. They have a song together? Uh, yeah, Trina's about to drop a project at some point. She's saying that she did a song with oh, Michelle. Right. And I heard her on the read. Yeah, I was listening to that interview. When she said that, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll listen to this track. Just <laughs> he said, all right, I guess. I mean, Trina said it, so I was like, I have to listen to that one. But outside of that, <laughs> K. Michelle Cole, I just... Sorry, it's just my No, brain. I mean, it happens all... That's why I had to ask you that, because I was like, I'll be doing Your this face, too. Your face, though, you were like, like and the connection the Because I, I wanted you to say it, because I do that sometimes. <laughs> Like somebody was singing Let It Go. Like, is that K. Michelle? That's not K. Michelle singing Let It Go. But I could hear that from her. So you just played me for the last yes. time. Go listen to I'm this track. And I'm, I have you. one more suggestion. <laughs> have y'all heard Kevin Ross? He no. has a song called Video. Long Song Away. Mm-mm. You ever heard it? Mm-mm. Listen to it, y'all. It is so... This is a young kid, too. It's funny because I feel like he would have been in the New Edition movie, which we didn't talk about either. He is this young kid named Kevin Ross, and I forget who he's signed to. I can't think of the label right now, but he has a song called Long Song Away that I, if you've listened to my playlists on Spotify, you've already heard it. But he needs to be discovered. I actually retweeted. He does these oh, like. You got a song with BJ that you got? Okay. See, that's that's another one too. That's he a has whole lot um. Of- Yo, BJ that he does these '90s mashups on Twitter. Where he does all oh, the background vocals and then he mashes like five songs together. Yo, he's so talented. Yeah, I want him to blow up. I really all want right, you guys cool. to support him. Just listen to his voice uh-huh. when it comes in. Kevin Ross, long song listen away. Listen to his voice. Oh, how you gonna stop it when he comes in? <laughs> well, you know, I just didn't want SoundCloud to take us off for doing that. So. <laughs> right, so we had to clean that up real quick. And since we're making suggestions... You know, on the petty note, I'm going to give y'all something to dance to. So download uh, Ain't My Girlfriend by Too Short, Ty Dolla Sign, <laughs> Jeremiah, and French Montana, because that's my <laughs> new jam. Too Short. Uh, Montana. That is my jam. And also, I'm in love with Kitchen on Kid Cudi's album. That's my song. Thanks. I, I actually love Kid Cudi's whole album. Cuddy. Yeah, the whole thing is this I shit. tried to let full disclosure, I tried to listen to Kalani's Fly because my friend sun. is in her video and he looks so great. Shout out to Jordan Love and her video for Crazy. It's amazing and I like that song. So I tried to listen to the album. I don't like that song. Boy, I tried to listen to the <laughs> album and I do you like the video? I don't remember it. Watch it. I just I couldn't it. stop hearing distraction. But I you know, I tried to listen to the album and I ended up going back to To Too crazy. Short. Oh, too short. <laughs> right, Shout out I, to Raina Biddy who who did the intro poem. Oh, for the album. For yeah, Kalani's? she's a really mm. dope poet. 
So yes. that's dope that she's getting some attention. Okay, yeah. then. I was just in her album, and I was like, all right, time for me goes now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ass on it. Okay, slippery. Okay. <laughs> now, if she would have did a song with me, though, so I would have been listening out. No, I'm just With <laughs> anybody, well, not anybody. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we are just going to go on ahead and throw it over for asking for a friend. I almost called it the listener letter. If you have any questions, <laughs> why do you want to keep doing Because that? I was looking at you and I was like, I'm thinking about the listener letter now. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, do not forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. With that said, we're going to jump right on into it. <clears throat> That's all I got. This one is titled, Can Jealousy Exist in Friendship? Mm. Hell no. Nah. Hey guys, I was wondering if. Not in real friendship. Real friends. I was wondering if any of you have ever been jealous of a friend or anyone close to you for any reason. If so, how did you deal with it? I'm really close friends with someone that has been in my life for almost three years. She's definitely been a rock in my life at very crucial moments these last years. Recently, I found myself jealous of her relationships. The one she has with her significant other, her friendships, and even the way she describes her family's dynamic. Wow. I don't know where this jealousy stemmed from, but I don't think it's healthy. My solution has been to distance myself because she shouldn't have a friend in her. She shouldn't have a friend in her life who doesn't want the absolute best for her. But then again, I find it hard to explain my sudden lack of interest in our friendship. She shouldn't have to suffer because I can't get it together. Any advice on how to handle this? Please and thank you. P.S. Dustin, please don't judge. Oh, because I'm, t- I'm ooh, I had you leaned took up. that breath right, right before you could get it out. So, that, so I don't even like, have PS. to say nothing. P.S. The okay. floor is y'all's. Go ahead. Wow. Um, me and him see each other. So go ahead. She, Meet her. Well, you know what him, I say <laughs> to me, enlightenment is that you're on the observation deck. You're observing that you have these feelings. I don't know. For me, I'm, I think the best way to bring light to things like that is to just say that. I admit it. I'll tell my friend, like, damn, yo, I'm feeling some jealous feelings right now because you are popping in every way. Make it funny. I think we make things a lot more intense than they need to be sometimes. I think jealousy is normal. I don't think... I think where it becomes a problem is if you become consumed by it. Yes. And if you start doing things to thwart your friend's... Uh, success and happiness like throwing jabs or being negative or just trying to kind of get in the way of her continuing that feeling (laughs) if you become like a thorn on her side so that she doesn't feel that happiness and those connections that's where it's problematic but I don't think jealousy is as bad as people make it out to be I think if anything it's a measure it's a gauge of I don't like where my life is right now Mm. and someone else can kind of be a mirror of where you feel unsatisfied. So that's how I rather view it. I view it as, why is this making me jealous? Because I don't have X, Y, and Z. Not saying that you need to have what someone else has, but it just shows you you're just not happy where you're at. So go get it. Go get the happiness. Mm. Don't go get what they have. Go get what you need to feel how you see they feel about their life. You know, I feel that way. I feel like sometimes I get jealous, but it's not like of things. It's not malicious. Right? It's like, damn, Frank got that new jacket. Like, I'm jealous. But it's like, not that I'm jealous that you got the new jacket. Like, I'm jealous that I didn't remember to do X, Y, and Z so I can go get my damn coat. Like, or some shit like that. And so, like, you have to sit and really reflect on what it means to be jealous. And if it's, you're actually jealous of this friend or... Like, I feel like your alarm system's going off. And that's why you have to say, is something wrong? Because something is wrong. It may just that's be like, you might not be minding your business. Like, the problem really might be here that you're focused too much on 
this other friendship and this dynamic, and you don't even know what goes on behind closed doors with these friends and these people. You're really just trying to fix how you interact with people and what you're getting out of that and not and what that looks like for you. Like seeing things on other people, you have to see how not everything is going to look away for you. You have to see what's supposed to fit you and what the lesson is there. I don't think that, you know, I think that you are starting to get a little out of pocket, maybe because you're driving yourself crazy, but maybe you need to zoom out and say, okay, well, what what is it that I'm really seeing? And when you start to say it's other people, really ask yourself, is it them or is it me? And what is it about that that it is? Because usually it's me. Like when I'm going through some shit or I feel like I'm jealousy, because I've had conversations with Kia, like, damn, I, I feel like I'm jealous. Am I jealous? And she'd be like, uh, no, you're not jealous and work it out with me. But I still feel like initially I was jealous, but I had to question it because I knew it wasn't malicious. Right. And I think that's where we kind of get scared. We're like, I don't want people to think I have this ill jealousy. Like, sometimes and you're afraid something to admit like, it because you don't want to yeah, seem like Yeah, because you don't like want to seem like you're hating. Like, we think jealousy sometimes means that you're hating. Means negative. And, and it's really like, it's an alarm system. My, my, yeah. Something that shocked my system for me. And it don't mean that like, if I sent you with some new sneakers on, I'll be like, fuck, I got to get my, my shit up. It don't mean I got to do what Dustin's doing to get some new sneakers. To get his sneakers means I got to do what I need to do to get where I want to be. I don't understand that. But I'm not saying need, nobody is wrong. Yeah. No, 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 that's like, good. No, I don't it's understand. Better when we don't see it the thought. same way. But you probably have that way because you're so good at, like, you're, you're already real good with self. And, like, right. I'm... <laughs> my thing is this, right? I like, love that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you just <laughs> <No>. said, like... <laughs> Like, you see somebody with some sneakers or whatever, you'd be like, damn, I need to get my shit up, whatever, boom. That's the part I don't understand when it comes to, like, your friends. And because, like, I don't see my friends with, like, sneakers and feel like, well, damn, I should, you know, be able to do that or I should get my stuff. I just be like, yo, I'm happy because you got your shit. Yo, that's the shit. I'm well, happy. Yeah. I'm ha- I like your shoes. I feel excited as if it's me because it's my friend. I want you to look good and be, you know, wear the best and have whatever it is that you want that makes you happy. And I don't see those accomplishments and things or anything like that through that lens. I just don't understand that. Right. That's all I'm saying. I don't get it. No, I mean, I think that's me, ideal. It, right. It's, I, I think you are at peak self, meaning you have the ability to be happy for people outside of yourself. The reality is not everyone has I that feel you, ability. but I don't, I just, for me, it doesn't, I don't get the connection between me being, you know, good with myself and being happy for my friend. Because I don't feel like I have to be at 100, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, with me and everything with me in order to be happy for you. Like, genuinely happy for you. I don't even think about, like, when my friends are celebrating successes or when things happen good for my friends, even something as simple as a piece of clothing, I'm happy about it. Like, it's my friend and my friend is happy. I don't, that's literally, like, the only, like, space that I'm occupied mentally. So I don't, literally don't understand the connection between, like, me being at my best self and being able to then be happy for everybody else because I'm comfortable with myself. No. Like, I'm happy for my friends because it's my friends and, like, they something good happened for them. Yeah. So for me, I just don't have the, I don't make the connection like that. Right. No, I totally get it. I just think for people that feel that they don't have that ability to view their friends and be happy for their successes... I just think they, the best way to get past that is to stop viewing that as a bad thing. Like, stop viewing yourself as this bad person who's jealous and envious. Take away the heaviness of it. Right. And just and if you can start viewing it as, a, like we were saying, an alert system for where you're wounded, for where you are unhappy, for where shit just might not be going well for you, 
view it more as a, a measure of self than some combative thing against your friend. You right. know what I mean? Like, take away the that's war. Why, that's right. why I always say it's, it's, it's an you. inner war. Exactly. It's like, totally an inner war. It's not a war between you and your friend at all. Your friend actually has nothing to do with that shit. It's at, all about all. you just being tight that your life isn't where you know you want it that's to be. That's what I'm saying. Sit and look at these relationships and whatever you feel like might be them. It's actually you. Like, yeah, always. You might not even know these people that you're mad about and f- to be mad. So it's like, you just, you're hurting yourself. Yeah, you'll be all right. Just work through it. I think we we all go through it. I think it's it's normal. Because when I see somebody with a haircut, and I'm like, oh, I need to give me a lineup. <laughs> like that should be looking fresh on you, Poppy. But I need me one not too. Poppy. <laughs> well, know, we hope that no, 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 helped. Uh, let's move on to the black business of the week. We actually wanted to shout out, shout out with all these executive orders and all these um bullshit all going these, down. That's all the Isley brothers. <laughs> all these. <laughs> You really are a jukebox. All these issues online. um, What was it that happened? Uber. Oh, Uber broke the protest when the New York City cabs united against the Muslim ban and basically were like, we're not picking anybody up at the airport then. Uber was like, no surges. (laughs) We're going straight to JFK. Basically broke the the unified pact that the cabs had taken. So that really sucked. People were angry about it. So people were deleting Uber and were like, let's everyone support Lyft. But the problem with Lyft is that Peter Thiel is one of its biggest investors. And he is part of Trump's team, part of Trump's transition team and one of Trump's greatest investors as well. So the problem is we're great at mobilizing when we need to. We're great at making those kind of changes. Like they said Lyft apparently had more downloads than Uber for the first time ever, which is crazy because you got to think about it. Uber is massive in comparison. Right. But it just shows the power of direction. Right. When somebody's online like, fuck this, go this way. But we did it in an uneducated way because we went to Lyft not knowing that that actually wasn't any better. So, in honor of that, we wanted to bring up Movin, which we've actually mentioned before, and it's the black-owned version of Uber. That's, That's right. M-O-O-V-N. And you can check them out online, their Twitter handle. They actually were putting out some alerts on their Twitter yesterday because I was looking on their um, tweets saying that they're looking for drivers. They're looking for drivers in Atlanta, looking for drivers in New York City, and obviously, I'm sure all around the country because they're trying to grow. So, if you're looking Teach for employment, me to grow with you. <laughs> I can't stand you. So, if you're looking for employment, check them out, please. This is how we can help a yes. black owned version of Uber grow. And they even said that there's not going to be any surge prices, which I think is pretty great. Um, right. Yeah, so check them out. Is the website movin.com? I think it's M-O-O-V-N.com. That's definitely how you spell it. So let's see. Right? So that's how we mobilize in a smarter direction. Let's put you know, the economy back into our communities and support a black business. So that's the black business for today. Of course, I will put the links, as always, underneath the description box in on SoundCloud. Thank you, friend. You do such a good job at that. <laughs> 
Unibomb.com. So do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? I don't, but when I do, it's a doozy, y'all. And you're going to be so excited, and you're going to come enjoy. So that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> I love the smile. Asante, church announcement? Um, Before we do the church announcement, I know that this has been the longest episode ever. <laughs> I just wanted to take one moment because it is February 1st. It is Black History Month. Okay. And I just thought that, you know, we should have a little history lesson. This man was the first and only black samurai in Japanese history. Do you know what this man's name is? No. It was what? This man was the first and only black samurai in Japanese history. Do you know what this man's name is? Dragonfly Jones (laughs) from Martin. Yasuke, or Yasufi. According to a new 2013 research, he was a a member of the Makuao, an ethnic group from Mozambique. He became a slave of an Italian Jeru, pardon me, an Italian Jesui, and was brought to Japan in 1579. I'm just going to give you that little that little tidbit. Okay. It's uh, Yasuke, Yasuki, Y-A-S-U-K-E, or Yasufi, Y-U-S-U-F-E. Black History Month, something that I means like something. I like that, a little tidbit. Just a little tidbit. Just <laughs> a name, Google it, share that. Black Samurai, something of interest to a black person like me. Intersectionality, what's up? Nice. I have two quick announcements. Um, Miami, first stop of my wellness tour. We will Woo. be there on February 11th. Thank you guys. I mentioned you guys were kind of a slow burn. You know what's funny? Atlanta sold out. I didn't even announce it oh, yet. Black Hollywood <laughs> showing up You and guys are so funny. You Eventbrite sleuths. Y'all found the, and it's sold out. I can't, like, I can't believe it. So please Damn, don't so be mad at me. you to get to promote it. Right? People are mad. Like, that's not fair. Listen, I'm going to add a second day. You ain't got to make no promotion. And I won't, I know, and I won't <laughs> add it on Eventbrite so that it won't get uh, purchased before I promote it. So first day is all gone, you know, snatched up. Second day, I'll uh, post that when I promote the flyer so that it'll be fair. Chicago, you're almost sold out. New York, you're almost sold out. All A lot of the cities are, are really getting close. So I'm, uh, like, humbled that yes. you guys are... So excited that you're not even letting my site go up. You're not letting the flyers go up. Y'all are like, yeah, about that. So that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Miami, you've still been a slow burn. I don't know what's going on. Somebody told me Miami, they get their tickets like last minute. I'm like, okay, I guess. But they're halfway sold at this point. I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be an intimate one in Miami. But uh, get your tickets. Definitely, you know, support us, right? All the other cities. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Please support our sponsors. They're the ones who are keeping this shit moving. RawApothecaryCo.com. That's R-A-W-A-P-O. T H E C A R Y C O dot com. Okay. <laughs> of course, Keep I will spelling. tweet that out and I'll write it underneath. Scripps. Scripps Howard. <laughs> as well as loandeodorant.com. And you guys were like, how do you spell loan? loan People star. were spelling it like like L-O-N-E. a business loan. <laughs> it's L O N E. And um, on Twitter, they're at Lone Body. And on Twitter, it's 
at Raw Apothecary Co. So I will post both of those links. Please, please support them. The more you guys support their business, the more they can contribute to our black businesses. So it's a beautiful cycle yes. of growth and support. And then lastly, I, my shoot with HBO just went up on the Insecure Instagram. It's an awesome hey. highlight. <laughs> They've been highlighting women every couple of weeks. Women that, as they put it, have come into their power. And they highlighted Crystal, so definitely support her post. She yes. was a couple weeks ago, actually a couple months ago. And I just got highlighted recently. Yes. Um, actually, it was this past week. So check it out. That's at Insecure HBO on Instagram. There's three pictures. They asked me about my thoughts on love, my thoughts on uh, a wellness essential that I feel is overlooked, and my thoughts on life in general. So, right, I thought my answers were, were pretty good. So go show love, go storm Insecure HBO and show me and Crystal and, of course, the other ladies that were highlighted as well yes. some love. Right. Both of y'all look so pretty. Thank That's you. Right. Yeah, the shoot was really awesome. So send us some love. Go storm those, that Instagram so that they know that. We have our platforms that support us. And that's it for me. I'll let you guys know when the Refinery29 Caviar video goes live so you guys can get some $1,250 skincare tips. <laughs> and, yeah, that's it. Oh, Love you guys. I have one last thing. Mm -hmm. I just want to say uh, really quickly thank you for everybody that showed up to the Pompette Wine Series yes. we did the past two Sundays. Special thank you to Ashley August for performing at the first one of this year. And special shout-out to Brittany Fouché for performing at the second one of this year. And we will be doing one show in February. It will be on February 12th. It's going to be like our singles awareness, Valentine's Day, jazz, all that thing. So we're going to get that going. Hashtag Pomp Wine Series. That's P-O-M-P-W-I-N-E Series. And that's where you can find all of the clips from the old ones. And that's where you can post all the stuff for the new ones. And you can also find the playlist that I made on iTunes for the Pompette Wine Shop on that list on, under the hashtag. Just want to say thank you for everybody for coming. And thank you for everybody that's going to show up. Yay. Thank you, guys. This was a long one. But hope y'all liked it. Y'all get another you. one of these. <laughs> this episode is called The Green Mile. <laughs> we hope this you enjoyed it. Trouble. Okay. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Stay right. black and protect your magic. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.